He was the guy who walked in naked into Fort Myers. The speed limit is reduced in school zones. Should pedophiles be forced to drive faster? Stem cell research as an effort to find the fountain of youth. You have eight Emmys, but Emmy is a young girl's name. Do you feel conflicted? When are you going to investigate the judges on Toddlers and TR? Pepperoni pizza. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, Flagrant 2. It's your boy Schulte. I got Akash Singh in the building, Alex Media, Mark Gagnon, the truffle, and a very special guest. Okay, I need to... um, I need to give you all the credit that you deserve here. Very, very special guest. Uh, eight-time Emmy Award winner. Woo! Thank you, thank you. Clap that up. Uh, the preeminent pedophile hunter of the world, I would say. Yeah. Host of one of the most iconic shows in history to catch a predator. Mm, mm-hmm. TikTok's worst nightmare. Wow. <laughs> Taking him down. <laughs> we have Chris Hansen. Hey. Chris, welcome guys. to the show. Thank welcome to Flagrant 2. Uh, I have a question for you. We Absolutely. have to start off with this. Are you alive? I am alive. <laughs> I heard rumors of my death a la Alex Jones, but I'm here to tell you I am alive. We had another credible journalist here last week, Alex Jones, <laughs> and uh, he said that you were dead, that you got uh, blown up in a car no. crash no, or something like here. that. I've come close a few times to getting blown up, but really, <laughs> what happened? Not seriously. Well, just you know, a couple of close calls here and there, flying or being overseas or doing different stories. And um, I want to know the, about the, this. I thought we were going to talk about kid diddling, but this is really interesting. <laughs> I mean, wait, you almost got blown up overseas? No, it's I, I guess more in the bigger picture of things. You know, I always worry about you know some of the assignments we've had in India or China or. Yeah, West we, Africa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm know. scared of going to India. I mean, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's a lovely place, but you, you never know. And what I, worries me most, quite honestly, is brown people. Fact, when you're no, over there, brown no, people no, no, are no, terrifying. Not, it's it's yeah. getting into an auto accident. Mm. We literally were in India doing a story on uh, human drug trials. And we took the recipe for a banned drug in the United States linked mm-hmm. to heart attacks and strokes. Okay. And we got a company to make it in India, showing a gap in the safety net for pharmaceuticals right. in the United States. So we're coming back from this very intense day where we were undercover at a pharmaceutical testing company. Yeah. I exposed the fact that we weren't really businessmen, that we were journalists. I was Chris Hansen, and they detained us for six hours. And it all rolled into the local police station. We finally got it all done. It was very tense, and all we wanted to do was get back to the hotel. And on the way back, the driver wasn't paying attention and drove the SUV up onto a median, like one of those skinny medians. Oh, shit, you know, yeah. We're in a, near Amnabat in, in the state of Gujarat. And so it was teetering like Can't this. Can't trust no Gujaratis. Yeah, <laughs> 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 the, birthplace of Ga- uh, Gandhi. Gandhi, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that right? So yeah. the, the car is teetering like this. Yeah. And he can't get it off. Now, the other truck has gone ahead of us. So yeah. now we're there in a small village. How many people were riding on top of the car? <laughs> Nobody was on top of the car. It was just us. But oh, okay. the entire <laughs> community came out to yeah. try to get the SUV off of the median. Helpful. And then the police officer came out with a stick and was beating the people trying to help us. Yeah, that stick. And so finally we right. tried to get you yeah. know the lead car and they came back and got us and we were never so happy to get a cold yeah. Uh, yeah. cold beer when we got Now you got arrested by the in India though, right? We were detained by security at this company, and we talked our way into resolving it at the police station. Okay. Did you have to? We did not. A little bit? We did not. The it State would be Department way quicker if you did. And yeah, probably <laughs> so. Anyway, we we 
you know, that's twelve dollars. To spent. his <laughs> to, to his credit, the inspector of the local police uh, precinct said, "Why are you here? Yeah, there's no law against these guys using hidden cameras." And everybody kind of shrugged their heads, and they didn't know that we had all the hidden cameras. They just knew that we had taken cameras out, right. videotaped the confrontation. So we yeah. said, we'll share, we'll give you a copy, so you know that we do the proper, honest thing with it. And we couldn't get out of the country fast enough, so we were, we were gone after that. But when you watch, like, prank shows, mm-hmm. uh, is that just not exciting? <laughs> <laughs> like, are the stakes too low? Like, like oh, his girlfriend was watching. I <laughs> did a funny, a funny prank show with David Spade once. Okay. On his uh, his little comedy show, and <laughs> it was a double comedy show. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, don't, I'm not I knew kidding. you had no I'm, respect for these. Oh, no, no, no. I have no. huge respect. Where the kids I have at? Huge That's respect. What you're I have huge respect for David Spade and, and all the shows, and, and enjoy right. doing them because yeah. most of the stuff I do is you know quite dark and serious. So when yeah. I can yeah. have a little fun and show yeah. a sense of humor, I can. So it was a double reverse. So they had <laughs> the ruse was this <laughs> a poor double guy, reverse. Yeah, oh. this poor guy was uh-huh. told that he was going to out this girl who is catfishing mm-hmm. online. Right. So they send him in with a backpack and mm. he's supposed to confront this young woman who's scamming all these guys. Right. So he comes in to do that. She says, I'll be right back, a la, to catch a predator. And I walk out. And I said, I have a seat right over there. Oh, I said, what are you no. doing here? He said, well, no, they, the producer sent me in here. Oh, to, that's funny. I go, well, he just walked out of that show into my show. And this guy is just, he doesn't know what to do. That's what great. Right. So he's coming after me because he thinks he's trapped. No, yeah. and I almost get in a fist fight, but it was. Oh, and finally, dude. I said, "Look, you know, this is." Uh, I got a great David prank speech. for you. You just got to be the host at a restaurant. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to Applebee's. Have a seat. Yeah, <laughs> right Chuck E. Cheese. You walk in. <laughs> <laughs> have a seat. Let me have a talk with you for a second. Pepperoni pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if he was the host at Comet Pizza, world Yo, would implode. Yeah. Oh, exactly. oh, Everybody would love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be 100% fine. That's fine. true. You heard about all these rumors. Like, pedophilia really took off once he you got off the You were the guy. <laughs> well, I think... In terms of, like, there. mainstream. Like, yeah. we were all watching it. We were watching you. But then the internet took hold right. of becoming, you know, Chris Hansen. Right, they all you want to expose pedophilia, the pedophilia. What what the Winklevoss twins were to be? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wish I'd gotten into that bit. Like, yeah. Fun, please. One of the kids does, but um, yeah, I think. Look, we got into something that we knew was an issue. We had heard the anecdotal stories that were very disturbing: kids getting hurt. Yeah, but until we actually infiltrated it mm-hmm. in the way that we did, using enterprising techniques. Um, people didn't really get it. And mm. we, you know, my mantra has always been in whatever story that I'm doing, whatever show is to take people on a journey of discovery, mm. see things they wouldn't normally see and hear things they wouldn't normally uh, hear. Mm. And that's what we did. And believe it or not, it was 17 years ago last month that we did the first predator investigation. Mm. Wow. Mind-boggling. Wow. Were you shitting your pants? <laughs> I absolutely. My I heart mean, was in my throat. Every time I'd watch, right? Because I went back to YouTube and I watched a bunch because I knew you were coming on right. today. And I was like, I, I just got to understand what this show was. And the shows would be like an hour long, right? Yeah. yeah. Typically, okay. it started as a segment on Dateline, then it grew into its, to own, its own thing, right? So, so I watched an hour of it. The segments are like seven minutes. Right. I mean, you must have caught like 
10,000 pedophiles or something like that. Like, <laughs> I was baffled how many pedophiles there were. Were you worried you were going to run out? 400. No, here's the thing. So I don't think so. Imagine this. It's just a lot of pedophiles. I know. Out there. I thought yeah. about that. I was like, yo, it's there's... job security. Yeah. 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 It's what? Really, when you think about job security, it's like Pokemon. He's got to catch them all. <laughs> he is. <laughs> they were Pokemon. <laughs> In the beginning, we merely had decoys posing as children yeah. in chat rooms on AOL and Yahoo. Who casted those? Were you a little that's, suspicious? That's the question I had. Like, can I have a seat with you, maybe? Like, well, why you no, know what 15 year old hotties look an, like? Uh, an online watchdog group called Perverted Justice. Yeah, I saw And that. before we got involved, right. that group would merely go online. And when they had somebody set up a date for sex with a child, they would post their picture and their identity on their website. Mm. And I found out about it. And I said, well, wouldn't it be interesting if we could use our ability to wire a house with hidden cameras and microphones and combine that with perverted justice's ability to, you know, go online posing as children. And I'm driving out to the first location, you know, in 2004 in mm. Bethpage, Long Island. I'm thinking, geez, what if nobody shows up? What if I've just wasted tens of thousands of dollars of the network's money? And with that, the producer calls and said, where the hell are you? Two guys are getting ready to show up in 45 minutes. Whoa. And so we get there, and it was, you know, the that's two guys what, come in. Hold on. That's <laughs> what you were worried about, that they wouldn't show up? Yes. <laughs> what? You yeah, were worried they're going to stab you or something like that? Like, well, that came later. Yeah, once they did show up, then you, you shift your focus to, you know, the next most important, you know, thing. But, but I, you know... I mean, was I really worried I wasn't going to get fired or anything? But it, you know, the, it was all built on the premise of yeah, people were going to show up and yeah. you could have something to to show, to expose, to yeah, use as an example to teach people about the dangers online. Yeah, and, and in two and a half days in that first investigation, seventeen guys showed up. Oh yeah, it was like a Jordan uh, drop. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it's interesting. The twelves. Yeah, the, you know, we we do this podcast, Predators I've Caught. So I yeah. go back and look at the previous cases. Yeah, and. To relive them, unbelievable, and to watch these things and go back and figure out where these guys are and what's happened to them since then is it's it 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 just takes me right back to that. Scene. So what was interesting about the first couple episodes I was uh, listening to another uh, podcast or something, you said you didn't arrest them. No cops. Yeah, what an unsatisfying ending that well, was. Well, that's yeah. why that's why we changed up. So in the first two investigations, we just went out and did it. And now the law enforcement in those communities did make some prosecutions Good. after the fact. But it was after that second investigation outside of Washington, D.C. and Herndon, Virginia, that we were contacted by the Riverside County Sheriff's Department. Yeah. They said, well, we'd like to partner and, and parallel with you. And I, and I took some heat for that from the traditional, you know, journalism community for working too closely with police. But I was willing to take that heat because... I thought it was the only socially responsible yeah, thing to do. Yeah, who get are them out of fucking here. journalists well, that have their rules? I, I get, get fucking rules are out the window. I, yeah. I don't know. I get, maybe agree, and get, trap them. I, I like that. They were coming from, and I, but I did take some heat for it. And also, from just a pure television production standpoint, it was very unsatisfying, as you just said, yeah. to watch these guys come in, me, you know, knock them around and interrogate them, and then yeah. just have them walk down the street twirling an umbrella. I mean, what's yeah. up with that? <laughs> <laughs> Now, there's a couple episodes that I was watching. One is, it is it's, it's dark. I mean, I'm pretty dark in terms of my sense yeah. of humor, so it made me I'm laugh. Right with you. Okay, good. Please tell me it's the same one. This is one of the funniest things I've ever seen happen on TV, is when the guy started eating a pizza. pizza. Oh, no, my no. Yeah. God, dude. 
I don't know how you didn't laugh when the guy goes, do you want a slice? No, I'm so, good. I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. So <laughs> yeah, you kept a straight face. Yeah. I would have, first yeah. of all, number one, I would have absolutely taken a slice because <laughs> that pizza had to be so fucking good that that guy knew his life was over and he still took a bite of that pizza. I bet I know where that pizza was from. Where is it? Comet pizza. <laughs> Imagine. Mm, actually, no, it's Connecticut. It was planet pizza. Wow. Ooh. Did you go back? Were you like, I got to see what this is like? No, he's well, on keto. It looks it's great. A, it's, a, it's a chain. In fact, my oldest son um, was working on that as a, one of the camera operators, and uh, he works in the business. And um, he wanted to stop and get some pizza. The Predator did. Jeff Sokol, yes, on his Sokol. way from Boston yeah. to meet yeah, his 13 yeah. year old uh, girl, soon to be wife. He had a marriage contract. Yeah, yeah. Him. Wow. So I, I yell guy. over to my son Chase. I said, "What's what's the best pizza place?" You know, he said, "Well, send him to Planet. It's great." So we sent him, and so the Fairfield police were right there, watching him go in, get the pizza, come out. So we knew, okay, he's eight minutes away, and here comes Jeff Sokol with the pizza, and he was among the creepier. Wow! Yeah, just it was so unbelievable. Like, unfazed by all yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure some of it was. You know what? A nerves I got caught, but I mean, still the. Balls of this guy. To yeah. not know who you are as a pedophile is disrespectful. <laughs> like, how fucking arrogant are you that you're out here trying to fuck kids and uh -huh. don't even think about yeah. this guy? Yeah. But yeah. didn't he have you a little convinced that like he might be able to get off? No. Not when he took the bite of the pizza and the cheese was all falling, but no. he made sure to <laughs> no, no, scoop no, no, up no, no, the no. cheese <laughs> for the bite? He was just buying time. You think that's what it was? He had he me convinced fun. almost. Like, if I was in your position, I'd be like... Might Maybe we got the wrong guy. I mean, this guy's eating. I can't even eat before I do stand-up. This guy's going to prison for yeah. 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he was so a funny. piece of work. You know, and then in his car, they found the marriage contract yeah. that he had put And there. a Viagra oh, yeah. that Ugh. you described quite funny. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't say Viagra. Like, there's a, there's a pill in the car that you might have to go to the doctor if you were wrecked more than four hours. He <laughs> <laughs> just said it didn't last more than four hours. Yeah, he alluded to it completely. It's great. Are you on? Are you on any of the performance enhancing drugs? <laughs> Not at the moment. Not at the moment. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> just coffee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're big supporters of the PEDs. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big, big time on this show. That's a good sponsor to have. It is one of the sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> Not during We're this We're going to take a break for a second. <laughs> yeah, this is an odd episode. But you know what? Who doesn't buy. take a break? Yeah. Blue Chew. Okay. Um, okay. So you have all these like moments with these people. What I was shocked about when I went back to watch is, one, how obedient they are when they see you. And I'm curious, they meaning the mm -hmm. like uh, pedophiles, okay. right? Yeah. So it's like, or the predators, right? So when they first see you, there's a couple things that look to be going through their mind. One is, oh, is this a gangbang or something like that? Like, they don't immediately go, are you the dad? They're like, Wait, who are you? But they're not terrified and run out. They're kind of calm. Well, they're stunned. Some freak out. Some, obviously, especially in the beginning, thought I was either a cop or the mad father. Mm. And then as we moved into the second, third, fourth investigation it became clear that they knew who I was right from the get-go. Immediately. And we had a guy, for instance, in New Jersey on the shore in Metalokin who said, oh, you're Chris Hansen. And I said, how did you know that? Because oh, I watch the shows all the time. When I miss him, I watch him on the internet. <laughs> oh, God. I said, do you even understand the trouble that you just walked into? Yeah. And he was happy to be on the show. What the? Do you ugh. think some of them want to get caught and that's why they're there? I think some are relieved. You know, we... Um, Revisited a case from Ohio, a fellow who's a teacher uh, in his mid twenties who, who came in mm. and um, you know it took a while to 
get him to fess up. And I think he knew who I was right from the get-go. He had seen some of the shows. Uh, and, and obviously, teachers talk about this show mm -hmm. in, in, in school. Mm. And um, he finally breaks, and you can see this moment where he caves. And he said, you know, I kept online doing these chats, and I knew they were racy. I knew they were sometimes inappropriate. And I got older, and the people with whom I was chatting stayed the same or got younger. Mm. I just didn't get out what I should have gotten out. Ugh. And I think, you know, people always say, what do these guys have in common? And the answer is... White. They don't stand... <laughs> well, there's yeah. that. That's yeah. true. Yeah. No, there was... There was they, a, don't, yeah. they don't stand out of a crowd. It could be the guy... Yeah, they look kind of... you in, yeah. in the, you know, dry cleaning line on a Saturday morning. Yeah. yeah. From yeah. all walks of life. Quick, funny anecdote. You know, you said they're all white. There was yeah. an Indian guy on there once, and yeah. my mom called me, and she was like, there was an Indian on the Catch a Predator. You need to be careful online. And I was like, what are you... <laughs> what are you guys <laughs> doing <laughs> online? What the fuck? He was, he was, he was from Trinidad, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. Yeah, crazy crazy Trini 85. Oh, boy. He was the guy who walked in naked into Fort Myers. He walked in naked? Walked in naked. Oh, okay. Wait, to your... Into the Stinghouse. So you saw him? Was he... Was oh, he... yeah. It's hard to miss. <laughs> I mean, this guy comes in. So we're in the back room. We're in this you know, huge... Fort <laughs> you Myers. thinking you're going to surprise him. And then you walk out like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I need well, to take a seat. You know, the, the different decoys play different sorts of roles. Yeah. Some are very conservative and shy. Some are a little bit racy, but not, you know, they always follow the protocol. Just just to clarify, the decoy, you want to explain to the people? The decoy is actually an adult. They hire an adult that who is looks online like posing a as a child. Yeah. Like and a local we have, actor usually. Like sometimes, well, so there's two sets of decoys. So the, they're the ones who are online doing the work. Right. And then they're the ones who are on site. Yeah. So typically the ones on site are, as you say, kids who are 19, 20, 21 years old who look younger, who are police cadets or, you know, college students in theater. Can we just say one thing? Sure. If um, you pull into a house to meet a girl and she's just doing laundry, <laughs> it's over. Like that's before before <laughs> yeah. you. If there's tea right. on yeah. the counter uh -huh. and there's laundry, right back. Yeah. Uh -huh. you just got You got to turn around. I mean, you got to go to jail, obviously, be a pedophile. <laughs> I don't know why I'm teaching them how to get away with it. Well, the but cops like, are waiting from outside. Yeah, regardless. there's no way out. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know what's no kind of sad is if you're one of those local theater kids and that's the best role you've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's your biggest role of the day. You made it. You, you made it. On your resume? Predator caught. But you know what stuns me is you know 17 years into it you know and we're back out there doing them again and we're talking we have them on the youtube channel have a seat with chris hansen and then we we're talking to a couple different networks now and and putting a, another show together but there we are in michigan genesee county michigan and after all this all the publicity all the shows that have knocked it off all the amateurs out there trying to do it again we have a michigan state prison guard Shows up. Yeah. We have a guy who was a cop in Lebanon. We have an auto engineer um, and a guy who did contracting work in the governor's mansion. Mm. All surface mm. in the most recent investigation just a month and a half ago. You mm. graduated from Michigan State, right? I sure did, yeah. That's got to be uncomfortable. I was, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was in uh, Magic Johnson's class, actually. Really? Wow. Really? He got to leave after sophomore year and Make a million dollars a year at the Lakers. I stayed for four seventy five an hour in radio. <laughs> <laughs> it, all, it all worked out. He's a lovely. Actually, I see him occasionally at Michigan State. I've heard uh, he's the best. Yeah, he's a wonderful guy. Yeah. guy wonderful guy. Uh, so wait, you got your start in radio? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Nineteen eighty one. Michigan State Radio Network. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was lucky in those days. 
you know, if you're too stupid to realize there was anything you couldn't do, you know, nobody was there to stop you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was like, you know, I grew up ah, a mile and a half from where Hoffa was last seen and presumably kidnapped. Yeah. So I became fascinated with that story. So I used to ride my bike up there and check it out. For anybody listening, Jimmy Hoffa is the subject of the movie The Irishman. Exactly. Yeah. And this was a Union like, Teamsters leader who disappeared. Yeah. Um, and to this day, no one has a real idea of who killed him, right? Yeah. Well, it's, it was mob-related. Yeah, we know it was mob-related. I mob didn't related. want him back into it. But there are a number of stories, including the scenario that's put out there in The Irishman. So anyway, when I went off to college, I just volunteered at the radio station, and one thing led to another, and got a job in television my senior year for four ninety nine an hour. And how you know, how old are you? Do you mind me asking? I'm sixty one. Sixty one. Okay, look you great. look phenomenal. Look great. By the way. Thank you. Great, great for a white sixty one. <laughs> um, but my father, it's just so funny the way you say that. Like you just got a job on television. My yeah, that's father, basically how it worked. I was it, living in a fraternity yeah. house, yeah. and I got back from the mud football game, and there was a note. We didn't have you know, yeah, yeah. anything but pink message pads at the fraternity house. And yeah. it says, Howard Lancor called and said, you, you have to be there at Monday at 9 a.m. Okay, yeah. great. And found a sport coat and a tie, and off I went. You know? My pops was in the, uh, the Army, so he was down in Baltimore. Right. And uh, he just went, I guess, to the local Baltimore news station, was like, hey, are you guys, like, hiring? Yeah. They're like, yeah. And then he was just an on-air reporter. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just can an I, absurd can I, thing. Can I say something I don't say often? Yeah, yeah. It really was great to be a white dude back then. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very... I'm like, it must be nice. <laughs> it was. For Alex to be on the news, do you know what he would have to do? Yeah, right. <laughs> something illegal. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be dressed the way I am now. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, and then he went up to, um, after that, he went up to uh, New York and he was producing the, the news for NBC. And I thought you guys might have crossed paths, but I don't think you were there until I came 93, in 93, right? Exactly. Yeah, I think he was, I think he was gone by then. But Larry Schultz was his name. Oh, I sure. don't know. I don't know if you guys knew each other. Oh, name there. is very familiar. I don't know Might if we actually met. But, but he was producing the news for NBC. So you guys would be in the building together right. if oh, it yeah. was. But I don't know if the timing. 30 Rock. The yeah. timing was right. Yeah, 30 Rock. Great place to work. But kind of crazy, right? Like that you could just get a job in your dream field. There was access to it. It's I, You know, I'm the luckiest guy in the world because it's what I was meant to do and what I love doing. And, and you know, now with all these different opportunities and different new mediums in which to do them it's it's really a fun time to be in this business every, yeah. every day it's like an adventure every day because there's something new yeah and a new way to do it yeah um and you're virtually unlimited you know whether it's television whether it's the new series on discovery plus or the stuff we do and you know, and digital media. I mean, it's it, you what know, is this it? Do you want to do? Do you want to bring the show back to like Netflix or something like that? I mean, it would. We're talking destroy. to a couple of different oh, yeah. networks right now, and we're looking at it, doing it in a slightly different way. But we've got many locations set up mm -hmm. in Michigan, as I mentioned, and and so it's uh, we'll, we'll know in the next couple months. Can I, can I tell you something? Absolutely. I think it's socially irresponsible that NBC ever canceled that show. <laughs> you know, now, what was their reasoning? Yeah, well, now, we got enough. <laughs> well, I, th I think the bottom line was is that it become it became very very expensive for a lot of different reasons, not necessarily NBC's fault, but there was a lot of competition to get it. ABC tried to get it, other networks tried to get it, and, and hire away people involved in the production of it, and so the production cost ballooned. And I think at some level, they said, um, you know, we can make a ton of money repackaging repurposing all this great material that some of which didn't air 
We do Predator Raw, Predator in depth. You know, I no, go the back spinoffs on you got were to catch um, an ID thief. Correct. And there was what's the other one? I forget. All I remember is the stakes were considerably lower. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're going from sex offenders to ID thieves, and it's <laughs> right. just what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. And and so anyway, that's why we brought it back to do the Hanson versus Predator a few years ago, and that's Fire. why we're doing this one. Have a seat with But it is now. weird though that a, that a network would make that decision. Like I think it'd be really difficult. Like right now, it's hard for networks to cancel a show if there's like a lot of minorities on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like if Akash gets a show on ABC, they can't cancel. That show yeah. for minimum two seasons or Absolutely they hate not. brown people that <laughs> is just what it is and i will right? ride that excuse to the ground uh-huh. the second you go in the office Sticking like you're not gonna it. do it are you that's yeah. why they canceled all the predators are white guys they're like there's <laughs> no diversity <laughs> on this show well, that's, that's my question now if you brought that show back would you have to get some like minority predators it I, couldn't be all white you would need diversity I you need to shake it get, up you get what you get you know the interesting thing about that i'm though, sorry al what the fuck are you wearing what was this for he lost confidence yeah. <laughs> I just that realized. came out of nowhere. I'm like, the fuck? So did that outfit. <laughs> no, but what is it? I just like it. Okay. <laughs> okay, back to what you were saying. I think you get whatever is in that community. If you're near a naval base, you're going to get Navy guys. If you're near Silicon Valley, you're going to get people who work in the computer industry. If you're in you know, one community that has... Uh, it's more diverse. You can, that's who you're going to get. Mm. I think it crosses over for the most part. But what you say is right. If you take a look at the the 300 and some guys who have surfaced, it is predominantly white guys. Hmm. Mark, I'm wondering, is there certain parts of the country where it's easier, per se, to catch and find predators? Florida. We did two in Florida. Uh, the most we ever caught in three days was in California, actually. In these things are all attached to, you know, when in the sequence of events, you know, the how long you're out there. It could be the weather. It could be circumstances in the hmm. news that day. It, you know, a lot of things are at play. Right. And is, is there a place where they're more grotesque, perhaps, mm-hmm. like Florida? You know, we, we've seen it all over. I mean, oh, really? we saw just as grotesque in Long Island as in California, as in Florida, as in Ohio, as in Georgia. Let me position this question to protect Mark. <laughs> he's Wait, looking what? for a place to live. And, yeah. uh, I'm trying to stay weird. away. I'm trying okay. to stay away. So if you had a, a kid and you didn't want them to be around the thirstiest pedophiles, <laughs> you wouldn't avoid, let's say, California or Georgia or wherever the fuck these places well, I are. I think it could happen crazy. anywhere. I think if you set it up in the middle of Montana, you'd get people to show up. Really? I, I, I just, I, I think the best way to protect your kids is to educate them and, and have an age-appropriate conversation. And especially now during the pandemic, I mean, imagine all the kids who are online, mm. how many hours they are online, mm. and their parents are online, but they're in another room captivated with whatever it is they have have to do and the predators know that and we went from 17 years ago having decoys on chat rooms at AOL and Yahoo to an explosion in social media platforms yeah and we're not just talking about TikTok it's you know Anything you can imagine. And the interactive games are another area where kids can get to talk. And this is why I think not only because you're catching predators, I really think your show is important because if you're a predator, just knowing Chris Hansen could be out there, that might put some kind of governor on it. But when your show's off the air, it's like, baby, let's go. Yeah. We're, we're out there. I mean, we're, we're shooting again very soon. Hey, man. Do you hear that, you fucking weirdos? <laughs> Ideally, you're not be fans warned. of this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So then some dude shoots himself in the head. 
This is a tricky one. Texas. Because I see it as a successful episode. I am. Oh. <laughs> <But laughs> drug. they sued and there was this whole settlement. There was a settlement, but here's what never really got fully reported on that. Yeah. Okay. We had a guy who surfaced in an investigation in Texas. Mm-hmm. He was an assistant district attorney, a prosecutor. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's a big deal. He was chatting with a young boy, 13 years old. There was a solicitation in the eyes of law enforcement. He never showed up, but according to Texas law and the laws in many states, it's the solicitation online that constitutes the crime. Showing up is just the icing on the cake. Love it. So the next day, the police go to arrest him. They knock on his door. He has an old gun that used to belong to his father. As opposed to being arrested, he sadly shoots himself. redemption. What we don't what wasn't reported at the time initially, what we've reported since, but you know, people don't pick up on it necessarily, is that on his computer he had multiple images of child pornography. Mm. He was trying to get that hard drive off the computer. He was unsuccessful as the police were coming in, and as an assistant district attorney, he knew that he faced up to 10 years in prison for each image that he possessed on that computer. Mm. A bunch of criminals he prosecuted. Mm. Mm. And he's a pet, a pedo. Like, he's going to get fucked. He's going to get so, torn apart. Yeah, you know, jail. do the math wow. on that. So you can debate the merits of the lawsuit. Obviously, it was our position that it was meritless. We were initially willing to go to trial. There was a settlement reached. And the reality is, if you go to trial, the news division pays for it out of its budget. If you settle, it comes out of the insurance, insurance policy. Yeah. So, so do the math on that. Nobody really was happy about the settlement initially, but I think people involved grew to become comfortable with it given the totality of the circumstances. Yeah, I mean, if he's a pedophile, he ends up killing himself, then I think we're pretty cool with that. <laughs> well, you don't, I'm, I, I know what you're saying, but yeah. you know, we don't want anybody to kill themselves. We want people to face justice. <laughs> That's justice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I understand yeah. what you're saying. I don't want to pay for some pedophile to get three meals a day in prison. That's a lot, yo. <laughs> right? I'd rather him just blow his head off. <laughs> Way rather it's that. It's efficient, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, doesn't Texas have the, uh, what is it called? The justice chair? Wait, what? Electric chair. chair. Electric chair. <laughs> yeah, the justice chair. I like that one. I think Batman. I'm sure somebody's that. called it that. Yeah. The justice. Yeah. The I mean, dude, people have zero empathy for pedophiles, as they should. I think that's why you're such a hero on the show. Well, I, if nobody, you were casting people who like uh, beat taxes, I think a lot of us would be like, hey, "Give it a break, Chris. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one wants to pay fucking taxes all the time, you asshole. Why are you going around chasing these people?" Exactly. But pedophiles, people fucking love you, it's man. Pretty black and white. Even when they try to do hit pieces on you, because we we're doing some YouTube research, all the comments are supportive of you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They like try to show like because you had some troubles that happened in your life, which is kind of annoying, because like. What was the bounce check situation? It was a it was not an event. It was a, a business Chris, situation. Chris, it was Chris, resolved in a day. You shouldn't have to pay for anything. Anymore. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> you You're, should walk into a bar and this bud is on us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that. I it, I'm shocked. That. I want to go have a. I want to confront that guy. I want that guy to have a seat. <laughs> the fact that a guy could call the police on you over a few hundred bucks. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Do you still Again, owe the money? A, no. I'm paying that money off right now. It was not, Whatever you it was need, I'm paying that off. It's about to be an event. <laughs> I'm taking the gold I AK-47 I and the support. fucking machetes to Connecticut. And I'm going to have a talk with this guy. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because it's time to save y'all some motherfucking money. All right. You know, we got some low interest rates out there. And what does that mean? 
It's time to refinance, okay? Refinance those loans, save some fucking money, and take advantage of these low interest rates before Biden boosts them up because you know it's coming. You can't get any lower than where we are now. So you know they're going up. You take advantage of it now. And how are you going to take advantage of it? You're going to take advantage of it with earnest, right, Akash? Hell yeah. Student loans is one of the main places where you're just getting fucked on interest rates. Mm. They inflate it all the time. Right now, interest rates are low. So go refinance at earnest.com. You get radically flexible payments. You can pick your loan term. Or you can even just combine all of your loans into one and make it easier to pay. They'll tell you much better than I can what the best path is for you. So go to earnest.com and... Because we're the illest, you get a $100 cash bonus. Especially if you go to earnest.com slash flagrant. Remember, you just got to go to earnest.com slash flagrant, okay? And you're going to get a $100 cash bonus. You refinance your student debt at earnest.com slash flagrant. Simple as that. You're going to get your money. I don't know why you wouldn't do this. Save money and save money. It's double save money. <laughs> save money and save money. Yeah. Listen, they're just printing out cash. You might as well take advantage of it, right? Don't let those billionaires be the only ones that get to win off these, uh, what is it, low interest Yo, rates. I bet you would save more doing this than you would get off a stimmy check. Ooh. I bet. I bet. Ooh, you get to double up your stimmy check, too. Visit earnest.com slash flagrant for more details, okay? Do that right now. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> you saved that guy's kids, potentially. You're getting pedophiles off the streets. This guy wants to get paid for some mugs that got your name on it? What an asshole this guy is. A complete jerk-off. Do you have his name? His address? Okay. <laughs> Honestly, we owe this guy tax money. It's a child protection tax. I believe that 100%. If you got kids... You're a hero. $100 a year. You shouldn't pay taxes anymore. <laughs> I don't think you should pay taxes. As Tell long that to as you're catching yeah. pedophiles, you shouldn't have to pay taxes. That's it. Well, I'll gladly catch the pedophiles and pay my fair share. We pay your taxes from now on. Cops get free exam. coffee? You. And you can't even get your own memorabilia? It's shocking. <laughs> what the fuck? It, it is. Honestly, if you came to me, you're like, can you make some shirts for me? I would love to make some shirts for you. Okay? Not in youth sizes, but I'll definitely <laughs> make some shirts. I'll make whatever the fuck you need. Okay, <laughs> I appreciate that. I mean, it was it was baffling to me. And then I think that I think there might have been, if I'm going to get conspiratorial, I think there might have been um, an organized effort to try to get you Ooh. out of there. Hit I'm it. just saying, Hit it. there's a powerful man in media that's mm. attacking pedophiles and making it really cool to get pedophiles the fuck out of mm. here. No tolerance for these pedophiles. Meanwhile. You got an international pedophile ring bubbling up with your boy Jeffrey Epstein. He might have felt like you were hot on his uh, his tail. Well, you know, there's an interesting story there. Let's oh. talk about it. Let's <laughs> talk about it. In about 2015-16, I had a meeting down in Florida with a group of investigators and uh, some lawyers who were all involved in the Epstein case. Let's right? go. So there was a lot of information there. And... Epstein had served his, you know, year in and out of the county jail and was back living his life. And the information was compelling and it was disturbing. And I tried to fashion a sting. And wow. the security around his New York residence and around his life in general was such that it was difficult to penetrate and to figure out a way to do it. And I worked with some of the lawyers. It was before a lot of the victims had actually come forward, mm -hmm. victims who have now come forward. And to be honest with you, it's one of my biggest journalistic regrets because we worked it, we worked it. It wasn't happening. I got busy with other stuff. Mm. Right? In the meantime, here in Miami, much to the paper's credit, the Herald keeps pounding away and digging away at it. 
chipping away day by day, week by week. And the Herald develops relationships with these victims. And ultimately, the victims come forward and tell their story in the Herald. Mm. And there's no question. And the U.S. attorney in Manhattan at the time said this when they charged Epstein, that if it wasn't for the Miami Herald's fine work, right. that case may not have been prosecuted, at least not when it was. Mm. So the lesson to me is that sometimes these things take years. Mm -hmm. They're not the automatic sting operations that you want them to be, and you have to stick with it right. Can you for a long period tell us a little bit about the sting that you were setting up? We were in the initial stages um, working with a number of people who were, you know, on the periphery of this investigation um, of seeing if we could put somebody in proximity who would be recruited and then go into the Epstein system wearing hidden cameras. <sighs> Bro, it, never got that, event. it never yeah. got that far. But you think today, knowing what we know, mm. having heard from these brave victims who came forward uh, to make this prosecution, knowing what we know about the recruitment and the enablers, Jelaine Maxwell, et cetera. Yeah. What happened? And, and, and so when I first got wind of the uh, Peter Nygaard story. Mm -hmm. Peter Nygaard was? He's the, the topic of the new series on Discovery Plus, on Seemly. He's the fashion mogul who now is accused of human trafficking and, and all kinds of sexual assaults going back some 50 years. Whoa, whoa. He had Nygaard fashion. So every pair of jeans that you would yeah. see at a Dillard's and many other places, that was Nygaard. Mm -hmm. Wish I knew. Close to a billionaire, right? He had a major uh, estate in the Bahamas. And it was right next to another estate owned by a hedge fund guy. And they got into a beef over property. And one thing led to another. And the investigators from the hedge fund, Louis Bacon, got involved and started digging around in Nygaard's business and found out that he was, you know, taking in young girls underage, drugging them, raping them. I mean, we're talking about potentially thousands of victims across the board. This happened in L.A., it happened up in Canada, it mm. happened in, in the Bahamas. And for two years, I worked it, worked it, worked it, and then partnered with, you know, Blackfin TV and Discovery Plus, and we were able to, to put this together. And not only was he involved in, in the sexual assaults, I mean, brutal, vicious, controlling sexual assaults, but he was into this stem cell research as an effort to find the fountain life. of youth, yeah. right? Yeah. And so he would go, according to witnesses and investigators, he went so far as to impregnate young girls, what? have them get abortions, harvest the stem cells Holy from the fetuses shit. to inject into himself. To prolong his life. Now, I'm is he told alive still? He's in jail up in Winnipeg. But is he living longer? He's, I'm not saying. I, not, not, <laughs> not, he's 79, and, and yeah. I'm told that you know because he's not been able to get bail, which is good, and he's awaiting extradition to the United States, mm. indicted in Manhattan by the uh, U.S. Attorney's Office there after a long investigation by the Human Trafficking Task Force in New York. Um, he's not able to get all his supplements and his injections and ah, hormones so he's just wilting withering away love it yeah. yeah but it that is fascinating because you always hear this on like these conspiracy chats people talking about the um elites drinking baby blood and like sacrificing babies and that kind of stuff but maybe that's referential to the stem cell well in this case it was and and you know we in other words um we started to get more and more information his own one of his own children came forward uh, Nygaard's son, Kaizen Bickel, who uh, 
uh, is interviewed in the, in the documentary, and you'll see it on Discovery Plus, and who has been on some of my shows on YouTube and some other things, who saw something and, and that was inappropriate between his father and a, and a child at a dinner party and started thinking he got involved. And not only did he help investigators in this case, but he was actually uh, interviewed for the documentary, which was yeah. a huge step. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and very brave. But it, it takes, when we commissioned the story, we didn't know that Kai was going to come forward. We didn't know that another source of mine would say, hey, look, talk to this lawyer. He represents the former videographer and creative director for Nygaard, who had hundreds of hours of mm. videotapes on the private jet with the stripper pole and the pamper parties and then going over to Asia. Pamper parties? Pamper parties. He used to have these huge parties in L.A. and in the Bahamas where he'd invite all kinds of women. Okay. And they would get, you know, their nails done and massages and makeup. And some of these girls would get chosen, drugged, and taken away and mm. raped. In fact, one of the models interviewed in the oh, documentary. Oh, pamper, is, like they were getting pampered. Yeah, you right. thought they were putting exactly. diapers on. I thought they were walking around with pampers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no. No, that's what I thought too. Oh. Well, I could see yeah, what you think yeah, that. 100%. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, but one of the, the victims in this case is the famous supermodel Beverly Peel who was um, signed a contract with Nygaard for three years, and she is interviewed in the documentary and said, you know, it was the worst decision she ever made, and ultimately was sexually assaulted by him and had a child by him. Whoa. Yeah. So this is, check it out. It's called Unseemly. And this is your show on Discovery Plus. Yeah. Unbelievable. I feel like Unseemly isn't really a strong enough adjective. Yeah, we need a little (laughs) stronger. Well, it's a play on the... I got you. Well, the, oh, seem because of... Uh, okay. Okay, now I get it. Yeah, just now get I... right to Predator. Yeah, like, yeah. Pre- you know, you hit it on the nose yeah. on the other ones. I think we just hit it on the yeah. nose. Absolute rapist. That's <laughs> another, that's another yeah. title. Yeah. And you could exactly. spell absolute without the E like a liquor that's, you know, maybe he's yeah. Russian. I don't know. Yeah, dude. This That, that is yeah, absolutely crazy. It. Yeah, if you look at what he looks yeah. like, it is... And so a year Atrocious. ago, literally last week. He looks week, like Mel, uh, Mel Blank on drugs, whatever it is. Mel Brooks, whatever Mel Brooks. <laughs> yeah, he's not, he's like not look guy young at, at all. the Laker games, you know, who's always wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> Jimmy Goldstein. Yeah, look at this guy. Nothing Jimmy. about him looks young. Who's we, the chick to the left with the heavy? <laughs> oh, is that the Beverly? That's, that's the oh, <laughs> my, bad, Beverly. Beverly. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Come on. Don't. Yeah, my bad. I didn't know. So literally, <laughs> it, was like, it was like a year ago last week that we got back from the Bahamas mm-hmm. interviewing all these victims mm-hmm. in this case and it was you know just a gut-wrenching experience notwithstanding the fact that you know it was a little edgy because he had paid off a lot of government officials in the bahamas uh, to I get can away imagine. with this stuff so we're you know we're smuggling these women in and out of this safe house where we're doing the interviews and you know we came back i believe it was march 5th and it was right before the lockdown happened wow. i mean literally it was the last trip i made for several weeks months because of the the pandemic. Mm. We just and I remember coming back through um, Miami, and we had added a couple of days to it and turned it into like a little bit of a spring break because we were staying down in the Bahamas. And it was just eerie coming back through Miami. You could tell that people were starting yeah. to get uneasy about travel. And we got back to to Michigan and and didn't move or didn't leave there for. Did you know beforehand this is probably the last set of interviews we got to do? So let's get everyone. It was the it was because I think we all remember the last set of international. I mean, we you know look, we just did things remotely, Mm. you know, and Uh, and as things opened up, we started getting back to work on it. But literally, because I was at you know our house in Michigan, we just had you know ordering television equipment from 
you know, Amazon or wherever mm -hmm. to do the YouTube show, to do this or that. And, you know, then, you know, the kids got tired of having me at the dining room table because yeah. I was doing <laughs> two shows a week. So I'd move him to the basement. Yeah. And now we have to get more stuff in the basement yeah. so we could light that up properly. And so now it just adapted. You, you know. said that you were doing, you were setting up this sting for Epstein and then you got busy with other things and it was hard to do. Was there any pushback from the people at no. the networks? Was no. there, did there was you feel there's anybody protecting him at no. all? No, no. It really didn't get that far, but I don't think there would have been anybody protecting him. We had, um, we had, we would have had support for it. Yeah, because there in the past there has been. Yeah, and but I got to be honest with you. You know, I have never in forty years had anybody seriously tell me to back off a story. Hmm. So, I, and that's the God's honest. Let me let me just clarify. Uh, not that. for an advertiser, not for a friend, not for anything. For litigious reasons, did it ever happen? Because there is a difference between a, a network going, I want to protect a pedophile, and a network going, this alleged pedophile sues like crazy, so we have to be very careful if we say anything about them. Well, I think anytime you make very serious allegations against somebody, you know, you have to do your due diligence. Yeah. And it's a reality that you could end up being sued. Right. Um, so it, you do what you do in any case. I mean, a poor guy can sue you just as easily as a rich guy. Yeah. And a lawyer would represent a poor guy if he thought he had a good case just as he would a rich guy. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not lost on network executives that if you go stick in the machete in the face of a lion, you're, yeah. you know, you're apt to get it. We, we fully expected to get sued by Nygaard. He's very litigious. He yeah. sued the CBC. You know, we weren't the only ones working on the story. New York Times worked on the story, did yep. a great job. The CBC up in Canada did a great job on the story. CBC worked on the story a long time. Mm. And was held at bay because of restrictions on uh, the press in Canada and mm. his litigious mm. uh, behavior. You know what blows my mind about these guys is the arrogance that it, it happened over a property dispute. Like, you're a super predator, yeah. right. and you're yeah, like, yeah. nah, I'm so untouchable that this property dispute, right. let's get litigious, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like, you feel that and so aggressive that he went after Louis Bacon, and he had this creative director, videographer, create... Just horrible misinformation campaigns claiming that he was with the uh, uh, the KKK and he was a racist mm. and all this horrible stuff. I mean, just Wild. really. And yeah. when you looked at it, they would take something from like the CBS Evening News yeah, right, yeah. and edit something yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah. But if they put it on bohemian television, it'll look legit. It may not get questioned yeah. and that's what these guys were that's what that Nagar's people were doing yeah and we have the video of them watching this stuff yeah and the actual finished product it's it's interesting when we were doing um the netflix special we just did this special for netflix and you know we were calling everybody and their mother a pedophile we were doing jokes we weren't right. doing journalism we we're just making fun right. of like what was happening and obviously with everything with epstein and maxwell and, and all these other people we were talking about it because it was you were referencing what happened through this last year and when we had to get it through legal, there was pushback where it's like, you can't just say that about a human being, yeah. which rightfully so. Right. You shouldn't be able to just go, hey, you're a pedophile. Woody Allen. Yeah. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Oh. But I know. <laughs> like, I don't need to see. I'm not going to see it and go, he is a pedophile for marrying his daughter. <laughs> now that I think about it. Right? Like, I did want to ask that. Did you ever look into Woody Allen? I never did. And <laughs> it is a great question. Um, I've only seen one um, 
episode of the series. I want to look at the whole oh, thing. Oh, man. And it was, I was just in, in the early 90s. I started NBC in 93. And looking back, you know, a lot of that happened in 91, 92. And I, I was still a local reporter in Detroit. So it wasn't, I mean, it was on my radar, sort of, but it wasn't like it would have been. Had I gotten there a couple of years earlier, I probably would have been right in the thick of it all. Are you good at parsing out when you watch a documentary, like how biased it is? Because some documentaries, I haven't seen this one, but some are really like just trying yeah. to get a point across and some are not. And, and if you look at uh, the making of a murder, you know, there's all kinds of controversy and yeah. the mm. point of view and, and, you know, were they held to the same standards as, you know, traditional journalists? And I do look at it with a mm. very uh, critical eye right. from that standpoint because, you know, my stuff is held to extraordinarily high ethical standards. Yeah. Uh, by, I mean, we our lawyers have lawyers. Right. We do something like Nygaard or, or the other series that's on Discovery Plus right now on this YouTuber, um, Onision. Yeah. yeah, we were looking at that. What, yeah. what is the issue like, with that? Well, he, he became famous on YouTube after he did this video called I'm a Banana, and it was on Tosh.0, yeah. that show? Yeah, yeah, In, yeah. in 2007-ish... And it took off on YouTube. And then he started to do a show and he tapped into this young female market. And you're okay, even if you're down and blue, you know, be positive. And then it transitioned into you're fat, you're horrible, and, and a lot of body shaming, and then a lot of predatory stuff. And he would actually invite some of these fans out to live with he and ultimately his spouse in Washington State and all kinds of allegations of it's sexual always propriety. fucking Washington State dude well, in this case it was. it's always no with these cults his people did a whole cult out there too did you not watch that no, show yeah. nah that was just one Indian and a bunch of vegans that's all that was uh, but it's always Washington State wild wild country that was wild wild that was country Oregon. that's the same as Washington <laughs> State guys once you go to the upper left Ted Bundy was from up there right? Bundy's from up there Unabomber, something's going on the Unabomber I cover the yeah. I covered the Unabomber as far back as 1985 mm. in Detroit because he sent a package to uh, Professor James McConnell at University of Michigan mm -hmm. we got into that at that point and followed it all the way up to his ultimate arrest in Montana I have some questions for you sure we're going to put you on the hot seat very good. Are you ready, Chris? I live in the hot seat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you say. Um, I'm nervous. Okay, here we go. <sighs> the speed limit is reduced in school zones. Should pedophiles be forced to drive faster? <laughs> no. They should just be stopped on site and arrested immediately. Yeah. Ooh, good answer. <laughs> that's a great answer. That's a good answer. He got you. Got that's one it. point, Chris. Oh, shit. <laughs> Zero Andrew. Son of a bitch. Okay. I, I have a feeling it's not over yet, though. <laughs> you have eight Emmys. Ten, actually. Oh, damn. Point two, body Chris. Zero, body Andrew. Body. I was saving that. I didn't want to interrupt you okay. in the open. <laughs> you have ten Emmys, okay? Um, but Emmy... Is a young girl's name. Do you feel conflicted that you have Ooh. them in storage? Ooh. <laughs> no. You feel like you need eight more? Oh. oh. I think we might get a couple more with these Discovery Plus. Oh, yeah, right. yeah okay. here we go. Okay, okay. okay. Um, did you ever think about doing an episode in a church in Boston? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know, I was wondering how you're welcome in the Catholic Church. Like, I mean, just walk in. <laughs> how hey, <are> who <laughs> wants it? <laughs> right? Like, that's the easiest episode in the world. Well, you know, you watch Spotlight, you know, the movie, and you see what these guys went through to report that story. And it's really, it's really a compelling narrative. Yeah. And, and they went through hell to report it. 
That, yeah, and that but, shows the power and the economic power of the Catholic Church. No, but like if they see you, do you, do you think they're trying to like poison the wafer they give you? Do they start <laughs> sweating, bro? No, I, you know, I've spoken to the the conference of uh, bishops and and um, you know I, I I don't there's no real relationship with the Catholic Church, but you know I I've. I think I'm on their radar, not for bad oh, yeah. reasons, but I, you know, just for. Okay, you're not out yet. <laughs> what is the biggest giveaway that someone's a pedophile, and why is it wearing Crocs? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're easy to get in and out of. Oh, oh that's, a, yo, that's point four. He's heating up. And they're, and, they're, up. and they're quiet when you come creeping yeah. in. Oh, oh my yo, that's God. a good point. And they got the back strap, you know, so you can run. If yeah. you need to, you uh -huh. lock in and uh -huh. go for it. Yep. Okay, fine. Yep. Final question: Are you ready? <laughs> ready. When are you going to investigate the judges on toddlers and TRs? <laughs> Bombshell. It's a great question. That's a hard I should one. probably take a look at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, you should. Okay? They're judging the hotness of little kids. So no, weird. that makes me so uncomfortable. So and I don't yeah. know anything about the show, so I shouldn't say anything you don't need off to. my mouth. <laughs> it's just the whole notion of it. And it brings me back to you know covering the Jean Benet thing yeah. so many years ago. And just... Uh, is that necessary? It's not necessary. Not at all. I mean, it's I, it makes super me weird. You know? Not at all. Yeah, I think we should get rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I'm on I know it. the I man to do it. it. I'll report yeah. back. Boom. That's <laughs> five for five. He got all of them. <laughs> all right. So before you leave, I just want uh, you to tell everybody um, the projects you're working on, where they can see. I know that you're doing a podcast, and you have the YouTube shows. Like you're really getting into independent media, which is you know what we uh, have That's been thriving awesome. you, on. Congratulations right now. to you guys too. Thank I mean, you. You're, you're killing it. The thank Netflix you so much. Great, and the you know the stand-up stuff. Thank you, thank all, you. All but tell us, man. So where can so we see? So we've you? got on Discovery Plus. We've got the two series, Onision in Real Life, which is extraordinarily compelling and takes people into a world. Uh, and holds YouTube accountable in a way that no other project ever has. Mm -hmm. And then unseemly, the Peter Nygaard investigation, which is, we're talking about one of the most prolific predators uh, I've ever come across. Yeah. YouTube is Have a Seat with Chris Hansen. We do a lot of original content there and some of the predator stories that we've done, the investigations. We're in talks right now for a new predator series with a couple of different networks and the podcast, Predators I've Caught, which is uh, really compelling, really interesting. We just made New and Noteworthy. On hey. True crime on Apple. Oh, yeah. Bravo. Prolific. It's a big deal. So. Well, you're the GOAT, man. We appreciate your work. Thank you for and, having uh, me. You are. Yeah, it's, it's been, been amazing. Work yourselves. It's Thank you very awesome much for coming down. And um, I pray that none of us are on any of your projects. I pray that as well. <laughs> in the future. But thank you one more time. Chris Hansen. And also, you want to just give them your YouTube page and your uh, social. YouTube is uh, Have a Seat with Chris Hansen. Social Twitter at Chris Hansen. The official Chris Hansen on Instagram. Thank you, man. Keep up the great work. H-A-N-S-E-N, right? Correct. H-A-N-S-E-N. Perfect. Thank you. All right, we'll be back in a sec. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because some of y'all need some new fucking headphones, okay? You need some new headphones, and you need some headphones that are going to give you amazing quality but not break your bank, all right? Not everybody can afford these fucking $10,000 headphones, especially when you're losing them every two days. Boy. What's that? I lose one a month. So you got to have a headphone that you can actually get. You can get again in case you lose it, but also is going to provide the same quality that you get from any other brand, and that is Raycon. Mm. Plain and simple. I'm telling you, Raycon, these are headphones that we all use. You're working out in these things. You listen to podcasts in these things. It's really a no-brainer, okay? Raycon's headphones are finally an amazing quality that is affordable. Very simple. 
All you got to do, okay? They got enough battery life for six hours of playtime. Okay, you can unplug for a while. The best part, Raycon makes the sound accessible for everyone with wireless earbuds starting at half the price of the other premium audio brands. It's a no-brainer, dude. This is what you're going to do. Now, Raycon is offering 15% off all their products for our listeners, and here's what you got to do to get it. Go to buyraycon.com slash flagrant. That's it. You're going to get 15% off your entire Raycon order. So feel free to grab a pair and a spare pair. Why not? You know you're going to lose them. That's 15% off at buyraycon.com slash flagrant. Buyraycon.com slash flagrant. Now let's get back. All right, and we're back. Uh, that was dope, man. Chris yeah. Hansen is dope. He got yeah. a soothing voice. You could tell that he did radio. Yeah, absolutely. He speaks like a guy who's done radio. Yeah, smooth. Smooth. Smooth operator, very poised. And how crazy is that that he had the Epstein thing going? Doug, the Epstein thing? This Nystrom or whatever the fuck, Nygaard, might yeah. be even crazier. Yeah. He's crazier, but it's, it's not as um, uh, it's not as culturally relevant. Yeah, because it's not like highly connected and everybody's involved. I'm sure a motherfucker of his status is going to be highly connected, but like I didn't even know who he was until he mentioned him. But he's like Finnish Canadian. That's why it wasn't as big here, but he's huge there. Like yeah. people like talk about that clothing. Like it's, I don't know. It could be a thing. You don't know what private jets he had and who'd been on him and all that. Yeah, it could yeah. become a thing. Yeah. That's just wild. I mean, imagine Chris Hansen is the one to expose. Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, it would be oh. nuts, dude. Dude, I'm it'd telling you, it'd be perfect. a pay-per-view event, bro. It'd be pay perfect, dude. Event. Unreal. Facts. Make Epstein have a seat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. All right, man. Let's talk about it, man. We got some topics that we got to hit on. Uh, we haven't talked about Izzy's fight. Style Bender took an L uh, trying to get his second belt. He mm -hmm. came up to 205 to fight yeah. the champ, Jan Blahovich. Yeah. Uh, forgive me, Jan, if I'm not pronouncing your fucking name right, but um, your name's stupid. So <laughs> he was nice, though. So, <laughs> he is, and Izzy even said it afterwards. He was like, "He's if I have to lose to somebody, he's yeah. a great champ. He's gracious. He's yeah. sweet. Like it's so weird. There are some people that need to get themselves so hyped for those fights mm. that the person in front of them they have to literally want to kill. Yeah, right. But Jan seems like this guy. Like he doesn't seem like he'd fight dirty. No. Nope. Seems like he's going to fight by the rules. He understands yep. it's the fight game. He's going to try to knock you out. Yeah. But he doesn't seem like the guy who would like hold you in a choke longer than he needs to yep. or punch you one extra time after you're down just because. Yep. And there are motherfuckers in MMA that like they will choke you out. You're tapping and they hold that shit until the ref stops. Right. There are people who see somebody unconscious on the floor and then jump Keep on top. On, yeah. For so he seems like this sweet kind of nice guy and he fought a fucking brilliant fight against Izzy. He really did. Like he was ready for the leg kicks. Yeah. You know, um, Izzy was trying to catch him with that question mark question kick. Question mark kick, yeah. Over and over again, he was able to block uh, block it. And um, he beat Izzy fair and square. Yeah. And it's a bummer, obviously, because that's our guy. Yeah. You know, I spoke to him. He said he's doing good. You know, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, and like, like he said, uh, you know, like he was saying, dare to be great. And yeah, you should be great. Like right. the guy is coming up 20 pounds. Uh, yeah. Right. To go fight the guy who is the champ who's been knocking people to fuck out. And as far as I saw, I didn't see Izzy hurt one time during the fight. No, the guy used his weight well, stayed on top of him, yeah. and that was it. But in, but he landed punches yeah. on Izzy. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I didn't see Izzy get stumbled. Like, he was able to handle the power, and Jan was just concussing people. Yeah. Like, one punch, knockout. 
Okay. The last few fighters that he okay. fought. I don't know if you saw the last couple of his fights. I, I think I've seen one. But, but he was just... He concussing 220-pound guys. Yeah. Like big big boys. Big boys. And, and he's, he's getting into boy. that ring at like 240. And is he staying 200 probably? Seems yeah, like. I don't know about 240. That'd be a lot of weight to put it's, on. Like, I don't know. I'm throwing on numbers. 205 is where big. they fight at. Yeah, okay. So usually you could probably maybe add like another 15 pounds okay. or something I'm an idiot. Like that. I thought the fight was at 220. And then no, no. Two, 205. Okay. 185 is what is he usually fights at. 205 is where he fights. So... So yeah, so this is there's a couple things that are going on here. Obviously, I'm fucking biased. I want Izzy to win. You yeah. know, but he did get outpointed. He mm-hmm. he got I thought that Jan's striking was phenomenal. Izzy's one of the best strikers in the history of MMA, right? right. And Jan was able to strike with him effectively. Yeah. Izzy landed his shots. Izzy rocked him a couple times. I thought one time he had him hurt. But Jan was able to be in there, and Jan landed a couple shots. Yeah. I thought Izzy was going to absolutely dominate him with the striking, but Jan was going to be big to the point where if he landed, it could hurt Izzy. And it wasn't It wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. Jan was effective with the striking. Right. So what I think happened was, um, is th- in a weird way, and I know you're going to go, oh, you just capping for your boy, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. <laughs> I think this is the best case scenario for Izzy fighting at 185 pounds. Right. I think this is best case scenario for a couple things. Right. One, where he's dominant at is 185 pounds. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple reasons why he's dominant. One, he just happens to be the best in the world at 185 pounds. Right. But he can use some of his advantages at 185 pounds that right. he doesn't exactly have at 205 with those bigger guys. Right. Like what? At, one, at 185, he's significantly taller and longer than mm-hmm. these guys. So what Izzy can do is he can hop in punching and kicking range and hop out of punching and kicking range whenever he wants while also being out of the range of the person he's fighting. Right. Right. So if you've noticed a few of his last like knockouts, like I've noticed they come from these these lean back hooks. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Like he can he dropped Costa yeah, with that yeah. lean back hook. He dropped um what's the other Australian guy that he fought? Robert Whitaker with that lean back hook. Like he just kind of he exchanges, he throws his combination and he leans away from their strike while throwing this kind of like up left hook. It's a really odd punch, mm-hmm. right? But super effective. It's harder to do that against a taller, longer opponent because you have to commit yourself to being in the danger zone more right. than you do against a smaller opponent, right? right? So he's got to take more fights at that weight mm-hmm. where you're fighting guys that height so he could learn how to be effective in his striking right. without putting himself in too dangerous or too precarious a situation, Okay. right? But what I love about this is the last fight he had at 185 when he took out Costa, that mm-hmm. bum, he, he destroyed him to a point where... I, at least I was going, there's nobody interesting for him to fight at 185. Right. Like, he's too dominant. Right. It's the Khabib thing. Yeah. Like, we don't need to see Khabib fight Dustin Poirier again. God bless Dustin Poirier, but Khabib dominated him, yeah. so it's not interesting to see him fight him again. Right. He was too dominant, and all of a sudden you start to lose interest in the fights when people are too dominant. Right. Him losing to Jan puts a battery in everybody at 185's back. Okay. They're all going, oh, shit, all you got to do is take him down. Yeah. Oh, oh, if you get him down, then you can control him. Right. Yeah. I I want you to try that. Okay. I want you to try to get into grappling range with Izzy because he's going to piece you up and he's going to sit you the fuck down. Right. Right? So I think this is good because it really heightens the interest at 185 again where there was none at all. Mm-hmm. And that's the division where you want to just see him dominate. Right. He if he if he knocks out, I think he's going to fight uh Darren Till next. Okay. Mm-hmm. If Darren Till beats this uh Marvin Vittori guy. Okay. 
And him against Darren Till is going to be the most fun mm -hmm. that we've ever had in a fight buildup on social media. They're both yeah. exceptional on social media. Okay. This guy, Darren Till, is very funny on social. Okay. Very funny. Right. He's funny in interviews. And the two of them going at it together in the hype of the buildup to the fight. Yeah. Also, they both finally fucking speak English. Yeah. I'm, I've been telling Izzy this for his entire career. Stop fighting these guys who don't speak English. Right. You got to do all the promoting of the fucking fight. Yeah. You're going to fight against a guy who speaks English. He can promote it to all the fans that also understand English in a really funny, effective way. Mm-hmm. That fight, he's got to get by this Marvin Vittori guy, but that is a super fight. I would be so excited to see that fight. Yeah. And um, ideally, there's fans back in there, et cetera. So I, I think this is very good for Izzy at 185. Yeah. Here's the problem. If John Jones goes and wins the heavyweight belt by beating the winner of Nganu versus uh, Stipe, mm -hmm. John Jones has something over Izzy. Which mm. is Jones went up and weight okay. won a belt. Okay, Izzy went up and weight and he lost right. the two hundred five chance. That's not to say that Izzy can't go up and do it again. Right. But if John is effective, then he has something over Izzy as the current goat in the sport. Right, right. So that's up to. You. Let's see what happens. I mean, John Jones could get caught, yeah, by one of those big boys and then completely knocked out and then Izzy got something over John. Mm. Right. He's like, you went up and wait, you got your ass knocked the fuck out. Mm -hmm. That being said, John Jones is a very good wrestler. And if Izzy struggled with Jan yeah. wrestling, Jan isn't a wrestler, but he's black belt in jujitsu. He's right. a good ground game. But he would struggle with John. Right. Mm. So it is it, it is just an interesting thing. Now John doesn't have the power that Jan has. Right. So Izzy's gonna go trade with John. Okay. Mm -hmm. If they keep it on the feet, Izzy, after feeling Jan's power and not getting dropped, he's like, Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready for these two oh fivers. Like, I wonder if Izzy right now, I really want to talk to him on the pod. Izzy, come on a pod already, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if after after engaging with Jan and not getting hurt, if he's like I should have just stood in there with that motherfucker. Right. Because when he exchanged with him, there was one moment where he caught Jan with a left hook, and Jan hid the fact that he was hurt well. But in the replay, you see him get staggered and kind of walking around. I think if Izzy knew how badly he was hurt, he would have put on a sauce. Yeah. Right. He just didn't want to get exposed. He didn't want to get, yeah. he, you mean he didn't want to get uh, caught? Yeah. Right? Like yeah, he yeah. can counter so well, but if he, you know. If he gets caught, because the guy has concussive power. Yeah. And I think by the end of the fight, Izzy starts to realize he's caught me clean yeah. a few times. I can eat some of these. And yeah. I ate him. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, I would even like to see them go at it again. Maybe later on. Yeah. And maybe it's a different fight. But also you could argue that Jan would be like, I'm not even striking with this guy. I'm going to take him down. And if he doesn't improve his takedown defense or doesn't improve his ability to get back up when he's been taken down, I'm just going to hold him down there. Right. Which is what Jan did. Jan didn't do damage when he had him on the ground. He just held him. He held him. Yeah. And that's on Izzy. Yeah. Izzy got to be able to get up from that. Yeah. And ideally he learns, et cetera, and kind of improves that part of the game. But yeah, go. You can correct me if I'm wrong. So can Izzy. I thought, I'm watching the fight, worried for Izzy. I thought he got caught, uh, caught a couple times in the third round, maybe. And then he got a little bit uh, shook from it. Not shook, but like right. he got a little more affected than not feeling it at all. And mm. I thought that's where he started to lose the fight. And that's why I don't remember. at the like mm. I, I felt like that's where it, it, he got a little more loose with how he was playing. And then he was able to get taken down. Mm. Does that make any sense? Maybe. I'm, I'm watching complete amateur. He looked tired. He was yeah. saying he was tired, but I would say towards the end. Like, towards the end, I think he was doing this, like, kind of, like, flow thing. Yeah. Right? But I think that was masking him just being being tired. And you know what? I'd be tired, too, if I was carrying another 
twenty pounds with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He usually fights at one eighty five, and he fights around his weight. So yeah. he weighs in at one eighty five. I don't think he gains more than five pounds for a yeah. fight afterwards. So imagine you're carrying an extra fifteen pounds. Yeah. Around for a five round fight, that's different, right? And like had the round of trying to get up from him. Exa- you're being he held started. down. Oh, 200 that, pounds on you? After the fourth round takedown, it was. You knew I, I it was would say even the first takedown is what. Like, that was in the fourth round, I think. Right, fourth and fifth. The first takedown. He got up from one. Oh, I thought it was early in the. Uh, I thought it was maybe, where, but I think that was a big part of the reason what like gassed him. Yeah, he usually is good to go for five rounds oh he's got yeah he got energy forever so it was interesting to see but it is a different level of energy like yeah. when you're carrying around more weight yeah every clinch point. is different it's a good point you know and you're also thinking differently it was i don't know i know it seems like i'm capping for izzy but i really <laughs> feel like for interest in 185 pound fights this is the best thing right in order mm. to promote fights you need to think the other guy has a chance yeah like, remember when Mayweather fights started to get boring? He was fighting Carlos Boldemir. Like, <laughs> I actually went to that fight in Vegas. But, like, he's fighting these guys. You're like, there's no way that Mayweather can lose to this guy. Yeah. So what's the point of me watching? And then Mayweather had to turn heel so hard, mm-hmm. right? He had to become the villain so bad that you just bought it hoping he would lose. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. right. But I don't know if Izzy wants to do that. Like, I don't know if he wants to be, like, a villain like that. Nah. And, you know I mean? like, it's not his brand. Yeah. It's like, he's like... He's weird. He's like a, he's kind of like the, he's like the Joker, <laughs> like he's not a villain, but he's not a good guy. No, like right. he'll knock you out and hump you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Captain America ain't doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's yeah, got he's this, mischievous. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. mischievous. He's Loki. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He's not Thor, but yeah. he's not. He's Loki. He's not yeah. a bad guy completely, but yeah. he's not a good guy completely. Yeah, yeah. And it's relatable because yeah. if someone's talking shit to you and you knock them out, you want to hump them too. Yeah, you don't got to do that good guy shit, yeah. handshake nonsense. Get a stroke going. Let's you know? go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Yo, Izzy's got to know what you sacrificed to watch his fights, bro. Yo, that's. <laughs> true man I, we had what was it we were in salt lake yeah. and we i was about to go on yo like really? on stage yeah. so i just had mark go longer yeah <laughs> <laughs> this man's mad stress in the green room pacing around like come on is he oh yeah, how much time did you do uh 45 no 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 i did like i get point. so yeah. this is the thing that yeah i don't think izzy understand this but like i get so nervous bro, i was super nervous there's a, there's, it. bro you there's a crowd it. of people sitting in salt lake city so excited to see their favorite comedian that's packed out all these people in there the guy comes in he's like you ready to start you're like well we can wait three four minutes you know and he's just sitting in there anxious as fuck sitting on the ground everyone's sitting on the couch he's just sitting on the ground i was freaking the TV. out dude. So i'm so nervous hard. i'm really <laughs> hard i'm shaking i sh- i i actually shake this is with with fights where like i'm invested in a fighter i shake and i'm so nervous <laughs> and i literally am thinking i just can't wait for this fight to be over so i can calm down and go on stage in front of people and talk bro people are changing his name andrew <laughs> yeah, andrew yeah. andrew andrew's in a fetal position in the green room terrified for izzy isn't that crazy i'm way more terrified of a fight that i have zero control that's over. why you're terrified yeah i guess because it is. you have no control over it but still, like most people, their greatest fear is speaking in front of yeah. strangers. Yeah, we're in a theater full of people in Boston, and you're like hanging out, taking pictures with people, having a good time. You watch Izzy fight, and you're fucking. I am a shell of <laughs> a myself, yeah. and it takes a second. Like when I go on stage, I gotta like loosen up a little bit because right. I'm so tensed. Yeah, just from watching it. They gotta put these fights in an afternoon. You know what I mean? I, it can't be this late night thing where you're competing with your own show. I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I switch up the shit for us. <laughs> the only thing I'm bummed about is that we're probably never gonna get the John Jones fight. I think we will still. I think it will be later on. I think if John loses to one of those heavyweights, it's happening. It's guaranteed. Uh, 
Like, it's guaranteed they both get humbled. They could both talk shit. John goes into the fight going, I'm just going to take this guy down. Uh, Izzy goes in the fight going, I could take any punch from that motherfucker. Laying yeah. clean as often as you want. I took clean shots from one of the hardest hitters at 205. Mm -hmm. Ate it. Yeah. So I'm stepping in there. I'm exchanging with you. Mm -hmm. It's on. So... I think I think we get it. I guess we gotta hope that Stipe or Francis knocks out John. And also, if one of them knocks out John, like if Francis Ngannou goes in there with John Jones, that's not a decision. Yeah. Like John might be able to beat him by decision, but if Francis wins that fight, it's night night. Yeah. Yeah. And if he gets knocked out violently, oh, is he gonna have a field yeah. day on Instagram, yeah. bro? <laughs> I cannot wait. Talk about John like he got no real holes though. Yeah, he's 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 I mean look, I'm not an MMA expert or anything like that, but he is really good, man. Yeah. He's he's really fucking good. Yeah. I don't know, but when I hear people talk about him, they're like, he just there's nothing he doesn't do. Yeah. He boxes well, he wrestles well. He's maybe he doesn't punch hard. Strong. That's the only that's the only knock and you heard that from uh DC and DC got knocked out by John Jones. Okay. Right? Yeah. By a kick. Right. But he's basically saying, like, he doesn't carry his punching power. Like, his punching power is not as hard as other guys of that weight. Right. But he's incredibly good at striking. He's incredibly effective at it. But his single punch power isn't going to sit you down. Right. And I think he, he pieced up, I think it was uh, Anthony Smith for, like, five rounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are certain guys that he just... For for rounds was touching but not doing anything concussive. Right, and uh, that's actually good news for our boy. Yeah, because if you want to sit in there and exchange, yeah, you're gonna get caught. Yeah, if you hit harder, then it's gonna be a good night. Or if you can just strike more and land more, you can get the decision. Boom, yeah. exactly. So, so yeah, we'll see what happens. This um, it's an interesting time. I don't know what else. What else we got going on this week? I feel like we had so many things happen. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So there were the Grammys yesterday. I didn't realize until about after it was it's over. It's so funny how little we care. <laughs> yeah, With nothing else to do, we don't even remember Grammys. Oscars is probably not going to give a fuck the about anything. The only reason I knew the Grammys were happening is because they were trying to cancel Bill. Only reason oh, I knew. Yeah. The only reason. Like, Old hey, Billy Bitch Tits came through, bro. Is it, what's that? <laughs> That's his nickname. That's what he calls himself on stage. Does he really? Yeah. Billy Thank Billy God, bitch dude. Tits? I was like, yo, Mark White. I know, yeah. Yeah. You, never heard that? Like, you never heard that bit? Nah, Old nah. Billy Bitch Tits? Old Billy Redface? Nah. No. We going at Chappelle. We going at Billy <laughs> Bitch Tits. Like, what are you trying to do over That's here? That's what he dog? says. Oh, Mark the sniper out here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they I guess he was saying some stuff. Akash showed us a couple videos and it's so funny because he's just being him. He couldn't care less, dude. He couldn't care less. And there is no audience. I guess it's all done uh yeah. was it through streaming or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I guess so. But he's at some space, some theater, yeah. or whatever. And it sounds like he's bombing because there's no audience. Right. But you can hear the workers <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like an old episode of Talk Soup or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so yeah. he's clearly not bombing. And if you're watching at home, you're laughing. But everybody on Twitter that's just like this woke social justice warrior that doesn't even know who the fuck Bill Burr is, mm. is going, yeah, see, look what happens when comedians tell jokes yeah. about you know sensitive topics. You know, it doesn't work out. You're bombing. It's like, no, the guy was fucking murdering. <laughs> We're all dying laughing. Yeah. It's like, also great because having we took a car ride with Bill Burr after the Patrice benefit, yeah, yeah, and he just is so in touch with his funny, yeah, yeah. The one of the most awkward car rides I've ever taken. <laughs> <laughs> one of the most awkward car rides. I've ever Wait, taken. why? What uh, well, I mean, you know, you look up to the guy so much, yeah. you know what I mean. So it's like, I don't know. I, I was just, I admire this guy. I think he's so fucking funny, but at the same time, I'm you know trying to have a conversation with him. But 
He's also so good at just doing the talk. It felt like I was on his podcast, which he does by himself. So that's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, he was just, I mean, he was just one topic after another bang, topic. Bang, bang, But I didn't know if I was like, should we do this together? Or I just throw up softballs? I mean, you could say anything. You could be like, yeah, what do you think about uh, tampon commercials? He goes, yeah, we get it. <laughs> it soaks it up. What, what, what do you want? Yeah. I mean, how often you need to be told it soaks it up? I think it soaks it up. I remember <laughs> I was in the green room and like he went on and on for like probably 20 minutes straight about helicopters. And this was right after Kobe passed. And oh, yeah. No one got a word in and he was just yeah. every fact. Yeah, that's Helicopters right. and then putting jokes in between. Oh, yeah. dude, it was so yeah. fun. Like he had the whole thing broken down because yeah. I, I know that he loves helicopters. So when he was in the green room yeah. for the Patrice thing. I was just like, maybe he's got some interesting perspective on it and stuff like that. And dude, he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking cloudy. <laughs> yeah. Just don't take it up. <laughs> I, mean, I love it. You see I, the clouds, you don't go. I love the guy who is himself all the time oh, on yeah. stage. It's just like, I'm just doing the same shit I always do. Yeah, yeah. So I was just in that car ride. Just like, oh, this is the best. Just watching this happen. And that's what I thought the Grammy show was. He's just. He's being him. He's making himself laugh with the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he opens... I haven't been able to find the piano solo that happened before he went on stage, but he opens by going, and am, I, am I the only one that wanted to kill himself during that piano solo? <laughs> Fucking I wild, love it. I dude. Love it. Now, I don't know who did the piano solo, but that was the highlight of their life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, they were like, I'm fine. Mom, Dad, I'm finally performing at the Grammys. Please watch. And the second you finish, Bill Burr is up there going, Hey! That was a suicidal piece of music right there, wasn't it? <laughs> God, dude. Then he fucks up the winner's name. He's, he's, he's presenting Tropical Latin Album of the Which Year. Which is so funny. Not even a fucking... Which is so... Is not there another kind guy. of Latin album? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Haven't been in Miami. It's all Tropical Latin. The guy doesn't look tropical at all. No, he looks like, like the, the Hawaiian Punch guy a little bit. You know? looking, yeah. <laughs> the Hawaiian Punch guy. Yeah, he's a little red. You know, that's, <laughs> that's as close as he is to tropical. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just so funny when, like, Twitter thinks they can cancel somebody that... You can't cancel somebody whose fans love what they do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Trump should have taught everybody that. Like, if what he does in, like, uh, what's it called? If what he does, like, hypes up his fan base, if they love that thing, you can't cancel him for it. Yeah. And that's what Bill was doing. He was doing him. Yeah. So his fans love that he trashed the Emmys while he was hosting them. So you can't in any way cancel the guy for something that their fans love. The greatest. So good. Yeah, yeah. it is Steve, it's funny seeing everyone call him racist. Like, oh, this guy is so racist. Who's racist? Like, that's what I'm saying. On, on Twitter, everyone's like, oh, he's racist, that he got her name wrong, that he fucked up all this shit. He fucked up her name, apologized. It's like, he's like, I'm accepting this award on your behalf. Yeah, I'm sorry, I butchered your name. That's it. Why is that racist? I don't know. Is it racist to get someone's name wrong? Can you get anything <laughs> wrong anymore? I don't know. Can't we just be wrong? And her name is hard, too. What's her name? This is Mark. I'm not. I don't know how to say it, <laughs> bro. I'm racist. No, nah. you racist. Nah. you try to pronounce it. I will put it up. Yeah, pull pull it up. Let's see. Let's see if we got N I G G. Nobody bro. knows, and it doesn't matter. Bro, okay? I, text, I texted it to you. <laughs> Best tropical Latin performer album, I think. Best tropical Latin album. I Who think. cares? 
Anyway, you're not canceling Bill Burr. He couldn't give a fuck. I'm so surprised that he was even at the Emmys. Yeah, that was the saddest part. It's like, why are you here? You're better than this. But what he said was interesting. He's like, the only reason I came oh, yeah, is because I right. thought I was going to meet all these rock stars. Yeah. But you must have known nobody's going to be there. I could see Bill Burr not knowing. Also, yeah, maybe he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these aging rock stars, they're like 80 years old. They've done every single drug. Corona will take them out <laughs> in a fucking split second. <laughs> And he still thinks that they're going to show up to the Emmys. Yeah. The one he wanted to meet some fucking random ass. Yeah, Richard Dawkins or something. I was like, isn't that like a scientist? Yeah. Nat okay, Natalia. Natalia Laforcada. Laforcade? La That's what I would get. That's a stupid name, dude. <laughs> That's stupid, bro. That's dumb, dude. Don't do that. Don't do it. Natalia Laforcade? Laforcade? Probably that one. Yeah, I think it's that one. Natal you think Bill Burr is going to be able to pronounce <laughs> that, dude? No, hold on. If there's not an MC at the beginning of his name, also, no need for him to this know this is it. another thing. You don't get practice. Oh, yeah, it's true, because you don't know. You don't know who's going to win. Uh, if the, you knew who's going to win, you could practice it, but you don't know. You uh, could practice all five, but ain't nobody want to learn that many Spanish names. Yeah. That's a lot to remember. That's you too get, many. In the moment, you can fuck one up. Come on, bro. Natalia Laforcade. Nah. You killed it. Yeah, you I got did murder that. You shit. got it, bro. You're not racist. That shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying. What else? I think this is uh, comedians just doing this on purpose for some clout. Ooh. The week before you had um, Tracy Morgan. What do you do? Soul. Oh yeah, that shit was so funny. That was so good. Sal, what he said? No, he said Sal. Yeah. Goes what's up, Tracy Morgan? The winner is Sal. I mean, so fuck. <laughs> like, that's no, literally, he didn't. He didn't say fuck, but that's literally how he said it. And like, they start clapping. He's like, I mean, so like, as they're fading out the music. I'm starting to think oh, this is for God. a moment. I I he's so. hating, bro. He's hating because he wasn't in it. Oh. Yeah, that could be some hate, Try to bro. give him a Spanish name. That's what it was. Yeah, he had to do a Latin <laughs> album. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because, um, listen, some of you out there still haven't tried the glory, okay? Some of you haven't dabbled in the most delightful dicking experience that you've ever had in your life. I'm talking male and female. Ladies, you deserve it. And men, you deserve to give it. And that's Blue Chew. Simple as that, okay? It is not a game. This is by far, okay, the best dick that you will ever have in your life. Same active ingredients that's in Cialis, Viagra, all that, all that other stuff. But this is the chewable version that gets you ready to go. And I promise you it's going to be better than any of the other stuff that you've tried. All right? Bluechew.com. Very simple. Okay? You go to Bluechew.com, promo code flagrant. You receive your first month for free. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. $5 shipping to give your wife the night of her life. $5 shipping to give your side chick the night of her life. $5 shipping, ladies, for you to be pleased in the way that you should be pleased. This is a no-brainer. Bluechew.com, promo code flagrant. Let's get back to the show. Oh, also, guys, we got some tour dates coming, man. I'm, I'm so excited to say that... Um, you made me feel like a fucking Backstreet Boy, okay? The tour, our first tour back in business was completely sold out. Ooh. It's unbelievable, man, before the first weekend when we went out. So thank you guys so much for spreading the word. Thank you guys for always supporting. And you know what? We are going to add some more dates to that tour. So, uh, oh, another cool thing is some of those dates that were sold out, as the states start to peel back some of the COVID restrictions, more seats might pop open. So... Keep your eyes peeled. 
you know, we'll obviously make mentions on Instagram. We'll talk about on the podcast, but maybe even the comedy clubs, you can add yourself to their email list and they're going to shoot you an email the second some tickets open up. I think we had that happen in, uh, forget which city. Oh, West Palm, West Palm immediately opened up another 40 seats per show. So that was 160 tickets from available. I think those are sold out now, but point is go get them, get on them. And we're going to talk more and also DM me message us comment on any of the photos cities that you want us to come to. Cause we are starting to get this thing back to moving. It's and happening. Uh, yeah, we're going to add some more, more uh, tickets. So theandrewshows.com for all those new dates that we're going to put up soon. Akash, what you got? I am going to be in St. Louis this week, the 18th through the 20th at helium comedy club. I, I'm doing the heliums right now. I'm on a helium tour. Hey. 18th through the 20th in St. Louis, April 2nd and 3rd in Buffalo, New York. Football season is over. You ain't got shit else to do. And April 15th through 17th, I'm going to be in Portland. So if you're tired of liberal-ass Portland, come. I'll be your safe space from these safe space motherfuckers. That's what Akashsing.com for tickets. Yo, Portland got some of the best audiences in the country, but that is by far the worst city in the whole country. <laughs> Undeniably. You just got to buy something expensive because there's no state tax, and that's that's your trip. That justifies it? That's it. That's all you can do outside you of You just got to go to Nike's store. You go to the Nike employee store. Oh, shit, you're right. Adidas one. Adidas one fucking Somebody sucks. holler. I'll take care of you. Done. You go to that Nike employee store, and you just spend a rack full of money, but you got to bring a bag with you. Mm -hmm. You bring an extra bag mm. because if you send your stuff to any state, you have to pay taxes. the state tax that you send it to. Son of a bitch. Got you, Appreciate dog. you. All right, let's get back to the show. What else we got going on, man? You get Stimmies your are out. Yeah. Y'all yep. got a stimmy? Nah. nah. I don't know if I can get it. I don't know how that shit works because I didn't get... It just I goes to your bank account. I didn't do taxes for 2018 or some shit. You do taxes last... Oh, so you can't get any of this money? I don't fucking know. You got to You can't it get it. You make too much. You might be able to get it. Maybe not. Track. No, gotta, I think you we got to put Dove much. on it, bro. We gotta get I think you make too much. We too rich over here. Truffle <laughs> That's why I was looking Dove. Here, bro. <laughs> Dove. Dove found a way. <laughs> Dove definitely found a way to get that stimmy. Yeah. Did you get that stimmy? You know it. Got him, <laughs> I'm charging you for the pool house this month. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Go in directly to me. <laughs> That's why Al's got the outfit, bro. He's trying to look like he deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to look like a contractor or some shit. <laughs> I'm doing labor. I'm trying to fucking chop up. I don't know what this outfit is, Al. Son, I love it. But can you what what is the deal with the upside down goggles? Like what's the whole it's thing? The 90s rap thing. When you're not home, you can dress in costume every single day. Oh, so this is a costume. We're acknowledging yeah, yeah, it's yeah. because this is Miami. I would never dress like this. Son, the hoodie to the shoes, they all match. Like everything's fine until you go to the goggles. Yeah. But, but the, the goggles, goggles because I ride a scooter. And so I just bought these and I was like, oh shit, I got a little yellow in it. Let's just rock it. Uh, okay, yeah. so you built a whole outfit out of it. It's the more money, more problems look. Yeah. Right. Him and Mace did it. Yeah. Talking about outfits, do you have another shirt? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> I am out of shirts. Oh my God, bro. I'm out, yo. This guy got two shirts, bro. Oh, yo, they said they're coming for you on jeans, too. They're like, yeah. yo, Akash got two pairs of jeans. I got, got a black and a blue yeah. and one shirt. Yeah. Yeah. And the comments are wearing thin on the shoes, too. At what first, everyone's like, at first, everyone's like, yo, the shoes are fire. That's all I got. And I underpacked, yo. Yeah, he's leaning in. You went back twice. <laughs> you went back twice. You couldn't pick one shirt to bring back? <laughs> so you couldn't order a shirt from Amazon? Yeah. You've worn this shirt for 60% of the episodes we've done since yeah. you're down here. People think it's a rerun every time. They're like, oh, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. They probably think it's a fucking rerun. It's killing rerun. the numbers, If I didn't dress so goddamn stupid, they wouldn't even turn into this podcast. I know. I, know. I got new jeans coming. I'm waiting on Is new jeans. Is that the same undershirt, too? No, no, no. 
I bought new undershirts. That's the only purchase I made. You're like a Lego character. You just built with the shirt. I think that shirt comes off of you. I think you got one outfit for life. Only purchases I made are underwear and socks, and then the rest. Really? It's a shame because he's looking good. No, I saw him walking in the gym the other day, bro. He's got some muscles. I saw him at the gym today too. He got the bicep. Yo, honestly, your face is looking slimmer. I'm at the gym too much to buy new clothes. Oh, nah, nah, nah. Put your wife on that shit, bro. Yeah, you're right. Come on. Don't take that shit, man. The yeah. fans still shame this motherfucker out of wearing shorts. He still oh, that's has a good wow. point. Wow. That's a good oh. point. Yeah, that's a good They're point. Long pants. Do I have fits. my fit? Do I have my They're fit? Long oh, wait, what's going on? Shamed you. Oh, you oh no, he's, he's up to something. <laughs> Look how mischievous he looks. Oh, he's up to something. Y'all keep talking. Oh, he's up to something. You shamed me. Uh oh. Oh. Oh, I got you. Andrew's got a little something. Give him a play by play. Give him a play by play. Okay. Andrew, you acting like you still didn't. You chose not to wear it. Yeah. Why you hide it? Uh huh. And, oh, and you can't even find it. Yeah. And you wow. notice he got more pale, right? He used to be oh. super tan, bro. He used yeah, to be super tan. What happened to the tan, yo? I don't know. He went to Columbus for the weekend. Yeah. I think it started to fade That's off a little bit. That chemical peel and shit. <laughs> yo, he is <laughs> frantically <laughs> searching <laughs> eyebrows and shit like Convenient. that. Convenient. I went out of my, oh. out of my Just way. Just take the pants shit. off and it'll look the same as the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got something fire for you, our asses. I, I thought I had it with me today, but maybe it's back at the crib. <laughs> but damn, man. Anyway, so what else? <laughs> We got this Kirk Franklin situation. Oh, yeah. I want to watch the video. Play it. Yeah. So Kirk Franklin, I don't know if you guys know who he is. I don't but know He who is, is. A, a legendary um, Christian, what gospel? is it? Gospel rapper? Is called? He's like a rapper Christian singer. Rapper? Yeah. He's kind of lit. Jesus rapper. Yeah, he looks like plies a bit. This is the apology, I believe. But no, I want to see the video. So basically his son exposed a video it of him cursing him out. Why was he cursing his son out? Uh, there's no context. Obviously, the, the kid is just going to post the part where his dad is cussing him out. Okay. If you think I'm bringing this paper, let me say it like this. When your bitch ass starts to Context. I think you're allowed to curse out your kids. I hate this kid doing this, man. Why can't you curse out your kids? You can. Like, why is this bad? Because he's normal in the black. Kirk Franklin. That's what I was gonna say. Up. Kirk Franklin. He's a black singer. He's not a pastor. His fan base is not white enough to care about this. Yeah. He got a black fan base. They're gonna hear this and be like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's a regular phone call. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but is he not allowed because he's religious? Is that the idea? That's the I idea. That's what it is. So um, what is he supposed to do? What are religious people supposed to do in that situation where their kid does something annoying where you want to put your foot up their asshole? Yeah, I think pray, you just bro. hit him. <laughs> Growing up in the Christian South, you get whipped. You yeah, don't so you're allowed you're to do that. It. There's no, it doesn't say that you're not allowed. Man, fuck his son. How dare you? Fuck yeah, you. How dare you pops? record? Yeah. Bitch ass motherfucker. That is some pussy <laughs> I ass I hate shit, that son, bro. yo. Yeah. This is what's happened to Alec Baldwin, right? What happened with he, that? He was, he was, cut, oh no, was that Mel Gibson? He was cussing out his daughter and then, uh, and his daughter like exposed him, recorded No, it. that was his wife, son. Yeah. Yeah, but wife? he called his yeah, like six year old daughter a greedy it. little pig. The whole girl's like six. <laughs> <laughs> what? But now we have what a, happened? do we have a double standard though? Hold on one second, because 
That is hilarious. That, if he <laughs> called his six-year-old daughter a young. greedy little pig. This is like early 2000s we're talking. Nah, 2006, we don't need that video, 2007, bro. something like that. We're going to need that video, bro. Yeah. Okay, I don't understand why you can't be upset at your kids, bro. The Mel Gibson one's not very defensible, but this, yeah, this yeah. shit, I defend this, and I defend your greedy little pig. Yo, yeah, maybe. She was, <laughs> but like, I just don't understand why people are up in arms. Is it because he's... Is because he's uh, what is it called proselytizing all the time? Is that yes, the term? That's so it's like so is so because he's saying he's pushing the gospel, he's supposed to act that way in his life. Is that yeah? Uh, like a Christian who walks in, I guess whatever walks in the faith or whatever the term is, you wouldn't cuss. In oh, so it's just the curse words. It's the curse words. It's not about the violence. <laughs> that's what's funny. What's this is the, the Alec Baldwin phone call. I want to tell you something, okay? And I want to leave a message for you right now because again, it's ten thirty. Stephen Baldwin. of y'all know what he did or she did to him she wasn't answering his calls right that's it yeah he's that's what he's saying that's i'm tired of you thing. turning your phone off that's what seems to be it <laughs> okay answer she was your, 11 yeah but answer yeah. your fucking phone like i get that frustration sometimes i'll text mark three times because i need some shit he don't pick up his fucking phone that's what that message I want to leave. Well, I'm not a thoughtless little pig. You are a thoughtless little <laughs> no, I'm pig. Not. Yeah, you no, are. I'm a thoughtful. I'm a thoughtful little pig. No. So here's the thing I don't understand about this. Obviously, it's bitch ass of the kids to expose their parents. That's some fuck shit, yep. right? I'm annoyed about that. But being upset at your kids is so regular. Like, why are we acting like this is wrong? Nah, that's a good point. You never had your parents yell at you? That's a good point. You've been point. yelled at, have you not? Oh, yeah. Like, badly or no? <laughs> What's the worst thing your parents ever did to you? Ooh, Yelled at. Let's go. I don't remember. My, my dad yelled at me one time, and he used some village Hindi that I swear to God I've never heard him use again. What I don't it sound know like? what it means. Grab the machete so it makes it real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I was just like, what the fuck is he speaking to me right now? I know Hindi. This is I've never heard before, and I never heard it again. He was fucking livid. Wow. That's it. That's the most I got yelled at. But that's it? Nothing crazy? Nothing crazy. What'd you do to deserve it, though? Y'all never got yelled at, son? Yeah. Like, what was it? I mean, like, I had my, my mom probably did crazy. My parents had a whole other person's birthday on my birthday once. <laughs> <laughs> and when I complained about it, yelled at me. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Some wait, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of their friends, one of my mom's friends, bitch. Wait, was she a kid? 
whole adult bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I literally said to them, I'm walking with my dad. And like I'm having like a tiff about this. I was mad young when birthdays mattered. And I was walking with my dad. And I said, I was like, yo, it's not weird. I remember exactly where I was. Aster, Aster plays in Broadway. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, it's not weird mm-hmm. that you're having someone else's birthday on my birthday. And then my dad was like, and my dad's the most like easy going about everything. He goes, I had enough of this. We're not talking about this anymore. Stop being spoiled. And I'm like, Spoiled? I can't have my birthday on my birthday? <laughs> you got some other bitch? Mom's friends? <laughs> An old ass bitch. This makes so much sense. Childhood trauma. This yeah. every year comes <laughs> by. He's like, I don't like doing anything for my birthday. Oh, I don't want to do anything. Yeah, for my that's birthday. a good point. <laughs> that's a good I point. Yeah. I've been scarred. Yeah. <laughs> I've been scarred and abused. But you know, this I'm whole, sorry. Andrew. Where's I'm Chris sorry. Hansen? <laughs> what are you <laughs> But this whole story is about your parents yelling at you, and his dad called him spoiled. Yeah. Well, Son, yeah. it's not his about. Dad said I had enough. It's about what. That's how you got yelled at, you sensitive ass. They celebrated some bitch's birthday. In my house, <laughs> they were singing "Happy Birthday" to not me yeah. on my birthday while I sat in my you room watching the Spice Channel. You don't get enough attention <laughs> the other 364 days a year. Yeah, no, that's that really is like Yo, some... that's that is worse than raping your kids, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk, that is terrifying, dude. Yeah. I remember exactly what I was. Happy birthday, Day dear two. Katrina. Yeah. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> That's your her, that's your Katrina. That shit was my Katrina. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the way that came in and destroyed my household. <laughs> Let me tell you something. George Bush don't care about white people yeah. either. Let's go. He just did a flyover for your birthday, just Fuck looking yeah, at it. Oh, that's, that's Andrew's birthday. So yeah. they didn't even do a happy birthday to you both. Oh yeah. They yeah, knew yeah. I was in the house. Yeah. I was too young to leave. <laughs> it was as if they were teasing me. They were taunting me. <laughs> Happy birthday. They got louder. Katrina and no one else. <laughs> Nobody else could I possibly side, want a birthday. I signed with your parents completely. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Dealing with you, yeah. they yeah. did that shit on purpose. That's, That's why my dad f- like fakes his uh memory loss. Because <laughs> I'll be bringing that shit up and he'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, oh, uh, convenient. Uh, oh. oh, now we got Alzheimer's when we got to remember traumatic <laughs> times of my childhood. Yeah. You never turned seven. I never did. Traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> Traumatic, this guy. Wait a minute. Bro. Does that mean I'm 36? Oh. That's kind of cool. I'll take the year back, baby. Look at you. I'll take the year back. Can we throw you a seventh trauma. birthday? Yeah, we, we should throw yeah. me a seventh birthday. We're going to do that. Yeah, We're going to do All that. Right, done. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable, bro. You're on some Harry Potter shit, bro. I am on some Harry Potter yeah. shit. And it was my mom's fault, bitch. <laughs> I don't blame my dad. My dad was probably fighting for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, my dad was probably out there like, nah, we shouldn't do it. We shouldn't celebrate Katrina's birthday. <laughs> my mom was like, no, let's do it. Yeah. Make your yeah. own reality. Yeah. yeah. We're making it. Yeah. All right, mom. I know what you're up to, mom. <laughs> Try me. Disrespect your boy. Yeah, That's but- why whose birthday got forgotten this year? Oops. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? My mom all upset. Yep. Let yeah, me ask you this. Mark. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know scoreboard. where you... Scoreboard. Uh, scoreboard, mom. Scoreboard, yeah. mom. My mom got a scoreboard. February 23rd came around. Not a single phone call. Oh, <laughs> oh my. That's just Tuesday. Yeah. Uh-huh. It is just Tuesday. <laughs> and the 27th came around, and she was a little upset. You forgot upset. your mom's birthday, yo? Hey, You're hey, a piece bro. of shit. Oh, yeah, everyone's bro. got it Alzheimer's. What what That's Alzheimer's, bro. That's what it is. That's Alzheimer's. What an animal, dog. Hey, listen. Shit gets forgotten sometimes. It's not like I was wishing happy birthday to someone else in her fucking presence. Mm. (laughs) Son, I got locked under a staircase. (laughs) 
while they sung happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Let, Harry no. Potter yeah. song? Yeah. Letters yeah. flying in all I, the maybe time. I didn't have a staircase in my apartment <laughs> in New York, but still, it really colored up the story. Yeah. You know? So let me ask you this, though. What? Where's Katrina now? Hmm. I, I don't know. I hope Corona took her lungs. <laughs> So she can't blow out her own candle? <laughs> Yo. That's the last deep breath you took, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Katrina's looking at you now jealous. Uh, yeah, she probably is, bro. Mm -hmm. So all I got to say is, you know, you got to understand the frustration that these people go through. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Alec Baldwin had you know a difficult life. just started to ask. <laughs> I defend these guys. You gotta get this shit. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're editing. And we're editing that. We're My editing. <laughs> You're the skip bailiff of this podcast. Happy you know birthday. Yo, you know what you are? You're a thoughtless little pig. That's what you are. Hey, how you say that to me, bro? How you no. forget your mom's birthday, bro? Yo. No. You want you want to know who a thoughtless little pig is? I'll tell you who a thoughtless little pig is. Go ahead. Mom would forget somebody's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we gotta heal Andrew right now. I need to get healed. Sorry. I think we gotta call my we mom. Need, we need <laughs> call Ayanla. What's that bitch? That Who's fake that? that fake healing bitch? Ayanna Hersey Ali, the Muslim that hates Muslim. <laughs> Who? Ayan Hersi Ali. You talking about Mahershala Ali, the guy that was in Rami? No, Ayan Hersi <laughs> Ali or some shit. What? <laughs> she like African Ethiopian chick or something? Ayo, you don't say. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, she and she was just on uh, Rogan. She oh, hates, word. Uh, well, she don't hate Muslims. She's like a activist or some shit. Mark, what you eating, bro? I'm about to give you a happy birthday cupcake. Oh, oh wow. nah, dude. Those are those old ones that are full of like. Those are the wee cookies? That shit been I mean, yeah. sitting there for a month and a half. Happy Put that away. I'm gonna get it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. The mold, the mold. Happy birthday, dear Andrew. Happy birthday to you. Just Andrew and no one else. Shit, Yo, we're throwing you. Right thank there. you. Yo, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Thank you, man. <laughs> nah, that shit felt good. Now make yeah. a wish, you thoughtless little pig. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a Disney World birthday for him when you're in Orlando. Yeah. Yo, ooh, nah, we did that Yo, you know whose birthday it is this week? Who? Alex Medias. Ooh. Oh, shit. Turning 38. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yes. Turning 38. Uh, Stop dressing like the way you dress. Fuck on, man. You hate it. I am hate, you bro. Hate. I am hate. I do not like it I one bit. <laughs> <laughs> but all the colors go, so it is what it is. What, what did you say he looked like? I don't remember. Pff, come on, Akash. How you gonna put him? I was, I was, I was yeah. setting him up. Oh, Method oh. Man and How High. That's what I said. Oh, yeah. uh, shit. We got a classic movie. I'm there trying to figure out what it's you look swag. like. No money, more problems. <laughs> Let's, go. The goggle Let's thing. go, Dub. No, Seth Green. Let's Remember Dr. Oh, Evil yeah. Sun? Yeah. He, he, he was going good, and then you kind of pivoted. Can't hardly wait. Yes. Not people. Like, what other things does he look like that aren't human? Son. Oh, he looks like Powerline from a Goofy movie. What's that? <laughs> Remember, like, the pop star in a Goofy movie? I love that seen? you guys are just bombing right now. Just, just silent. Oh, I'm going to come out, yeah, I know, out of nowhere. I'm going to come right out now. of nowhere. Right now, the vibe isn't right yeah. for it. Yeah. Because yeah. the defense is on. You yeah, got yeah, your yeah. balls you, up. You caught me. You caught me with dirty. Oh, yeah. You yeah, swung like, one at him, bro. That shit came out of nowhere. Yeah. I was like, ah, yeah. <laughs> you were like one of Chris Hansen's victims. Yeah. 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 You made him have a seat. They're Chris Hansen's victims. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. you put, 
Uh, yeah, Chris, right. Chris didn't know what to do, bro. I don't. He hasn't hung out with that many black people before. So you started clowning Al's outfit, and he was like, "What? What's whoa, whoa, wrong? Whoa, he's dressed <laughs> quite well. What are we doing? <laughs> totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that." We're also referencing an interview that we don't know if, uh, is in the beginning of this <laughs> oh, episode. Yeah. So uh, you'll get to it eventually if it's not there, and if it is, hey, <laughs> you know that what was also about. how you started this episode. To be fair, I did. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> might have to cut that shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome <laughs> to <laughs> All right, boom, bang, bing. What else we got, man? Uh, you see Stacey Dash apologizing for her. Man, fuck that bitch. Yo. <laughs> Useless ass bitch. I hate that shit. I know. Now you're trying to switch teams because you lost. Oh, no. I just hate girls that used to be hot that aren't that still talk. <laughs> that still talk. Yeah. <laughs> Those are annoying. Is that... <laughs> like when you're hot for a living and then you're no longer... Like, when you're hot for a living and that's just what you were, like, you didn't try to do anything else besides to be hot for a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when that's over, you try to transition to some, to some other shit. Mm-hmm. It's kind of pointless. Like, yeah. Like, stop it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you did the least amount of work for attention. And now you're like, I still need the attention. It's like, well, you should have put some work in back then. Mm. I'm wrong? Yeah. No, I was just thinking, is it that much more annoying than when hot girls talk? Yo, hot girls, I love when hot girls talk. Like 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 politically? <laughs> keep it talking, yo. Like keep politically? Talking. Like, what do you mean? Talking. Politics, whatever you want to talk about, talk. talk. What, do you, what do you mean? I like it when they talk. What if it's not intelligent what they're it's saying? It's still funny. <laughs> <laughs> they just talking. Like, you know what I mean? They don't know that this is boring. It's fun. <laughs> it's always fun when they talk. If they talk and it's interesting, it's interesting. If they talk and it's dumb, they're like, they don't know this shit's dumb. <laughs> it's amazing. It's always good when they talk. That's why we listen. And then that's why they talk, because we listen. This is the world. We just listen because they're hot. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. But it's like I'm not taking in or laughing because I'm just not taking it in. Like it, it would be the same as if I watched it on mute. Al, you have done so much crazy shit to get pussy. You have definitely laughed at a hot girl. Get out of here! Like, <laughs> you, you wore big hats and fucking dreads. And you stepped I done crazy on a shit. fucking platform at a club. So you read <laughs> a manual. <laughs> you read a manual to get ass. Get the this fuck out of here. So he like, Al wins this one. This like, is worse. Hey, Bobby, you're you're like, he, Al's like, you had a fucking peacock hat, and you're like, you tiptoed. Yeah, like, <laughs> you stood on. No, tip-toed. That's the same. That's how is it different? Yeah. Like, this looks yeah, more no, ridiculous. He, he made himself taller this way. He made himself taller this way. Yeah, That's what it is. It's you the same pushed thing. the ground down, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. This is more ridiculous. What's yeah. more ridiculous? The uh, hat and the the book and the lifestyle. I don't understand why that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get a manual from somewhere. You're gonna watch your Puerto Rican brethren sexually harass women on the street and learn that way. Fire. Yeah, that's, that's, fire. that's how I learned initially. That's fire. And then I, I learned too. a better way. Wear <laughs> stupid outfits, and then the women harass you. Yeah, he's what tight. Do you think I'm doing? <laughs> 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 this motherfucker want all the attention. <laughs> yeah, he's just mad you got a cheat code. That's what it is. Yo, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Do the cheat codes. Yeah, nah, but it's like I'm sure the cheat code worked great. But some of the L's you take in the beginning, that's where you learn. Oh yeah, I took like, some brutal L's. What's the most? What's the most brutal way you got rejected by a girl? Too many times. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember like a distinct one, like real bad? I mean, I just remember in the club, like when you try to dance with them and they'll like uh, straight look at you to see if you're cute. And, and then walk, walk away. Oh, Dude, oh it's like God, you're in an episode crushed. of Next. Remember, <laughs> yeah. remember that show on MTV? Yeah. Next, where the girls could just go next yeah, and then yeah, you're yeah. fucking done. Like you signed the waiver, you got the permission and everything and they looked at your face and then you were over. Yeah. Yeah. And that happens at the fucking club. Mm. Yo, one, one time in high school, I was at a party and this girl came by and I was like, all right, yeah, I'm really like cute and fun. That was yeah, like kind of yeah, my yeah. angle. I would just be like the cute flirty guy. Yeah, yeah. And she had money in her hand 
and she was kind of drunk. And so I like gave her a hug and I was like, oh, yeah. I'm going to take the money. Like, oh, thanks for the five bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I took it out of her hand and she didn't realize that I took it out of her hand. And then she saw me with the money and then looked at me and goes, did you just steal my money? <laughs> and I was like, no, I was trying to be funny. Like, I took it as a joke. Like, you saw me take it. She goes, no, you just took that out of my pocket. And I was like, no, I didn't. And she starts yelling at everyone in the whole house. And all these guys come over and they're like, yo, why'd you steal her money? And I was like, I didn't. I was doing the joke to try to be nice. And then they all got pissed me out to leave. No. Yeah. You know what's yeah. crazy? Mark told us that whole story as if we don't know he's homeschooled. <laughs> like yo, he was at a family. Doesn't matter my sister, right? okay? You took your, no. you took your yo, cousin's money. Why does that matter? Okay. Why does it matter? Okay. He was five bucks. Okay. I try to be friendly. Sorry. Sorry, Funny, I'm friendly. In, in your story, that's his cousin that he's hitting on. <laughs> that's a Florida shit right there. It's a Florida what? It's a Florida boy. <laughs> yo, that's, they kicked you out the party though? Yeah, they were kind of just like yo like did you steal her money and i was holding her money no nah, like, you did steal it because you have to give it right back after the joke You're yeah well, holding it for a minute so yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, she yeah. noticed as soon as i came out of the hug and she was like oh why do you have it and i didn't have an answer i was like for for funny and she's like why is that funny to steal my money and i was like when you say it that way it's not really funny <laughs> yeah it's uh, not funny but it's kind of cool <laughs> yeah. it gets the conversation going so then i had to leave yeah that was it <laughs> what was her name i actually don't remember her name katrina <laughs> yeah, probably Katrina. Probably Katrina. Them Katrinas, yeah, bro. Katrina. Can't trust them no Katrinas, Katrina, dog. Yeah. All right, what about you, Akash? Oh, man, so many. <laughs> so many. I've been the ugly friend where, like, we were at a club and then a girl danced, wanted to dance with my homie. So then the other friend was like, all right, man, I'll dance with this motherfucker. And I'm just here <laughs> pretending I, I have to dance with her for my homie. But I know I just got rejected by this bitch and we got to still dance. It was the most disheartening, just fucking sitting there for one song like you told me I'm ugly and I still have to dance on you for four and a half minutes. What the fuck is this? She looked at me like, ah, like, no, oh, you could, she was that's, not vocal, but hard. you could see the look, you know, when you see the look like, fine. Like, all right. It's like a make-a-wish yeah, like exactly. It's like a make-a-wish. Yeah. I'm the favor. You know what I mean? And I still got to dance with you. Yeah. Oh, bro. Bro. I remember once I liked this girl, um, that worked at the grocery store. You know, my folks had a little beach house, right? There's one store in the whole fucking community. Mm -hmm. There's only one store. It's the grocery store, right. right? It's the only way you could get anything. And I liked this girl, right? And uh, she was not feeling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was low-key. I'd be walking around with my shirt off when I'm young as fuck, probably 12, 13, flexing the abs. Yeah. It's not there. No pecs. Yeah. No pecs, <laughs> nothing, but like the abs low, kind of there or whatever. I was, I was really into it, not feeling it. And then she ends up hooking up with my boy. Ooh. And she knew that I wanted it. And then she ended up hooking up with my boy. This Katrina ass bitch. This Katrina ass <laughs> bitch. And I had to see her and check out with items for a whole summer. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> for a whole summer. Yeah. Just watching her look at my loser ass. Nah, that's where you flex, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, you get the Magnum condoms. You go, yeah, bring it up, bitch. Could have been yeah, you. Yeah, bring it up. But I guess it's me. <laughs> I'll jerk off into I'll these condoms all night. <laughs> so that shit was brutal, yeah. bro. Fucking walking up to the counter just slamming your shit down. Yeah. Hard. Yo, you don't got self-checkout in this whole fucking <laughs> shitty ass grocery store? <laughs> <laughs> Making her do mad extra work. I'll take a bag. Yeah. Oh, and a plastic bag. Yeah, yeah. Double bag that shit. <laughs> yeah, you don't need her, bro. 
Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Man. I did fine. Yeah. You're single though, and you can learn to laugh at yourself when uh, you get rejected hard, it then you're liberated. You're bro, free. those guys were the greatest, man. My boy Siddiqui was a fucking legend, bro. Yeah. Do you ever meet Siddiqui? The yeah. best. You yeah. met Siddiqui, yeah. yeah. So Siddiqui was an absolute legend. This guy would hit on anything walking, Jamaican, shouts to Jamaicans. And anything walking. And yeah. he was he had a pretty good success rate, but when it didn't go his way, it meant nothing yeah to him. Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing it's hilarious wasn't even angry about it it would be more heartbreaking to him to not hit on the girl mm -hmm. <laughs> than yeah. get rejected like that would hurt his soul more he'd be like man i should have fucking yeah. told he would him. stay awake at night bro he would rolling be furious at me like i'm talking to him be like, man why the fuck you need to finish that conversation i should have got rejected <laughs> by that girl and I feel better right now but that guy had it down man you said some shit one time that i remember always it's like the moment you are immune to rejection yeah you're a superhero superhero that's and what that's, worked for me yeah yeah double hit on anything but he does it in the no, I think hot spoke about anything this. hot please but he'll yeah anything hot you have standards but uh <laughs> hit, and he does this thing that's so funny when he hits on girls this is how he hits on every single girl he goes like this like they walk by or something like that and he goes he goes Hi. Oh, he puts his hand out like this, right? He goes like this. He goes, he goes, hi. It's like, one of a thousand no, methods. No, no, no. This have. is always the move. Like this. And it confuses them for a moment yep. where they're like, is he gay? Like, what's going on? And then he just goes in and starts laying it on. Oh. But he gets yeah. in. They think there's like a That's sale like when Andrew shoes. would wear the yeah. top hat. You just need a signal. You a need a thing. You're right. There's a there's a there's a fish. <laughs> gay in a top hat. Two different that's things. That's two angles. That's gay. That's Abraham Lincoln. I like yeah. to work. Yeah. I, I like Abraham to work Lincoln, hard. Bro. I like to dig yeah, myself dog. out of that. So uh yeah, I mean, you can't hit on black girls with a top hat. <laughs> See what I mean? Like that? Remember that yeah, this guy? Uh -huh. That's why we can eat here together. <laughs> That's kind of smart, actually. That's a good ass point. You, know, you gotta dress like the savior. Yeah. If you want Indian chicks, how do you dress? You whatever your parents tell you to wear. Yeah. Huh? No, I'm talking about you're say, not Indian. I was gonna say Gandhi. But oh. Gandhi. Oh, you, know you gotta dress like Okay, I see you now. Right? I was in my head about that Patrice bit about hitting on black women. He's just like, you can't be like, how you doing to a black woman? If you say, how you doing to a black woman, she'll call you a <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? Get out of here with that old hack and ass shit. How you doing? I'm, I'm supposed to take my panties off now? <laughs> it's so good, dude. Dove, biggest rejection you ever had? Yeah, so I really loved this girl for years through high school. Tried everything, was friend zone take her to clubs, we'd dance, she would tease, the whole thing. She ends up going to UC Santa Barbara with me, and then I brought her out to a party, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna make my move this time. And then she met fucking Andrew, and then that happened. And gross. I'm like, this is not true. Bro. This is not true, this is wow. not true. It's I did strike it down, I did <laughs> split it open, 100%, but I did that for you. Wow. That's fucked up. Thank you. Uh, I did that. For that's you. like your homie who <laughs> fucked with the supermarket. But he yeah, kind of uh, didn't yeah, do anything. Yeah. He, didn't, oh, he, he was getting wrong. spiteful. Yeah. That's childhood drama. Yeah. He was Fuck trying to get that even. Motherfucker. Yeah. Motherfucker yeah. would be not even paying for shit at the grocery store in my face. Poos. Wow. This that's bitch, this bitch like would that. let him get the free gum and then charge me for gum right <laughs> afterwards. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's insult to injury. Was she dissing you like that? She was dissing me like that, bro. You're making me pull a whole quarter out my. Four <laughs> Scan your dick. Oh, baby carrots. Oh, weird. <laughs> 
This spiteful ass bitch. <laughs> but that's not fair because he had a girlfriend the whole time that he was in high school. So he wasn't oh, so really. You were protecting him. No. I was protecting, protecting him. him. Oh no, it was God. when I was single. But in, And the girl had the fatty, bro. Yeah. White girl, fatty. Oh, let's go. The she had. Oh, let's go. You would have been proud. Yeah. I mean, this oh girl God. had the fatty. Did she not? Number one. Number one. Mm. Okay, I'll, I'll give a real one. Wagon. You have to be ball. Wagon, bro? She, the covered bro. wagon? Bruh? Bruh? Oregon Trail? Oregon Trail. Let's go, <laughs> baby. Covered wagon. We're going west. Come on, dumb. <laughs> it was going down. Your boy almost died of dysentery. Right. Oh, yeah, it's a gold trail. rush. <laughs> yeah, that's foul. No, but okay, but I'll give another one off of Alex's that you have to be in your mid-30s of like when you would go to these like just the clubs. I'm in Girls would be, yeah, you got it. Andrew has it. Nah, girls would dance facing each other, and it was like where you would freak behind girls. And so you actually would go up to girls that didn't even really look at you. They're dancing. You just kind of go behind them and, and go with the rhythm. You and you don't get rejected women. by you them. Were, you were assaulting women. Basically. Assaulted but you don't get rejected by them. You get rejected the by friend, the friend. If, yeah. the, if the friend oh, thinks yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. hot or you're good or you're dancing, they'll give a signal right in front of your face. But when they reject you, you're looking at the friend, and the friend give is like, the face no. of the rejection just, to that, just, and you're like, just a little like, and they do that spin move and then move the them spin away. Move. Hey, Ember. Yeah. Oh, I hate that shit. Hey, Ember. Mm -hmm. But that was wild that we could just dance like that. I don't even think we wanted to dance like that. No. No. But we just thought that that's how you spoke. You had to get good is, at dancing like that. Yeah. That it was wild. Instant. Nah, those yeah. Days, man. You like that? Yeah, I love that. Wait, why? Yeah. It was just good. Puerto Rican. Like, if you were <laughs> good at was dancing, like home. that was it the was best. Tinder in person. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. But it's Tinder if the friend has the phone. Now, yeah. you know what I mean? And now it's just up behind the girl, like, please. It's, yo, you know, it's wor the worst. Like, when you would make like eye contact with a girl from like kind of far away on the dance floor, and then you thought that it was a yes. <laughs> so you start like dancing up to them, like moving in between people. And then you get there, and this bitch was like, you thought wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, was a, that should be happening. You thought very wrong. We're not dancing. Now you got to slowly dance back to your friends in between all the people. <laughs> and it's so crazy, because that's before. And then it takes long to get back to your friends. So you just got four of your friends just going, ah! <laughs> you got Rejected. Uh, what did you even look at? Like, I like think now? I've gotten the. No, <laughs> I think I got oh. the. Like, like nah, shoot bro. away. Like, come on now, no. Oh, that's that's like, that's a barnyard <laughs> animal move. I used to be tight when they like girls would say they had a boyfriend. At the club, like, I have a boyfriend, and I'd be like, the fuck you doing what here? What are you doing here? <laughs> exactly. The fuck are you doing here? I just meandered through everybody in the whole club. She lying every time. So New York, son. Son, I was, I'd be, be tight. New York, I used to be in New York. Your boy's Miami right now. Yeah. <laughs> how many boyfriends you have? Just one? Just one boyfriend? That's not, I'll come back with the Latin answers, bro. Dude, I used to have little comeback lines when they would say that shit. Yeah. I would say that. Like, uh, like I have a boyfriend, and I was like, oh, you just got one? Oh, that's oh, pretty good. Yeah, Hit him like, with the oh, you just because there's a goalie doesn't mean you can't score. Hey, I've never hey, said what? that. What? <laughs> that sounded creepy. Yeah, that's, 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 that's why I've never said that it. That was charming. That was alarming. He's the goalie, bro. Nah, you know what it is? Is weirdly similar to stand up. Like the the audience, if they heckle or whatever, is only going to say a certain amount of things that are all kind of the same. Mm -hmm. So like when you're getting rejected, yeah. girls are going to say the same things. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't talk, or oh, I got to go, or I'm on mm -hmm. my way to work. Or, yeah. There's like 10 things that they're going to say universally. Yeah. So you hear them enough, and then you eventually start to 
like develop pickup lines. I remember like when we would ask people to come, beg people to come into comedy shows. Yeah. There'd be the same lines yeah. that they would say. I'm already a comedian. This guy's already, that was always the one. What's that? This guy's already a comedian. I'm already funny. I'm already a comedian. What would your line to that be? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> different, different approach. That's effective. That's yeah. also good. I just yeah, found that work. answer so upsetting. That's the only one I remember. <laughs> uh, this will sound obvious. If a girl says I have a boyfriend, I literally would say me too. And I would play off of that. Wow, see, I'm telling you. Guy, bro, you, why are you saying me too, bro? Trust me. Because <laughs> if, if it was just a line. He goes gay. He look, goes gay. You go, because a lot time. of them, if they were bullshitting, you can figure out if they really had a boyfriend, it buys you more time if they actually react in a funny way to it. Okay? Yo, Trust me. I feel like you would double down too hard. Double down. Like, is he here also? Some dick? of them are like. <laughs> I, I would love to fuck him. Is he, I would, is he around? <laughs> um, oh, I used to always ask if the boyfriend was Indian. And if he was, I would not do anything. This was like a rule I had. And if he wasn't, I was like, let's go. I don't give a fuck. And then I would tell them, I would say, I'm sure he can make you happy. I can make you and your parents happy. And that was my, always, that was my response every time. There's one like if it was during the day or something like that. And the girl would be like, uh, oh, I can't talk. I'm, I'm, I'm going to work right now. And uh, there'd be two ways that I would go about it. I, one, I'd be like, Oh, you got a job? Because <laughs> 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 like then they're like, wait, wait, yeah, aren't you supposed to have a job? Or or it was like, oh, come on, you're too pretty to have a job. Yeah. Oh, that's a good And then one. they just giggle. Yeah. But then you just still have to follow them down the street. <laughs> 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 you know what's crazy? It's like, that was completely, that was completely normalized. Like, yep. just following a girl while talking to them, that was normal back then. Yeah. Up to like... How long do you think it was okay before you realized, like, ah, okay, this is probably <laughs> one quarter of a city block. One quarter of a city block. Not avenue, regular city block. One quarter was reasonable. Hey, let me tell you something. You, you pussy. You pussy. You get the full block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you get the quarter, quarter, quarter of a block. Yeah. Yo, you yo. lazy ass bitch. How Wait, you go? Yo. It sounds so crazy. That's, that's two numbers. Yeah. That's two like, buildings. That's also it's, a New York thing. Okay, it sounds so crazy, but here's the thing. In most cases, it was probably absolutely crazy. <laughs> but you have to understand, for women in New York, it's so fucking difficult just to walk. It's not, now it's probably way different because people are on Tinder and like everybody's terrified. Like all these young kids are terrified to meet a girl in person. Yeah. But when that's the only way that you can meet girls oh, in got. person, girls will get hit on all the time walking down the street. Like headphones were made to not get hit on. You know what I mean? Like when they started making headphones real small, girls were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, give me the biggest headphones. Give me the beats. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. That was the best possible yeah. way to not get hit on. So there was a little bit of a knee jerk reaction, I think, from girls when you walked up. The knee jerk reaction was, I don't want anybody talking to me. Yeah. And if you got past that, yeah. then maybe they were like, okay, I'm open to this. So it sounds weird to go, you got to kind of, you know, Use some charisma to get past that initial block. But I bet 90% of the guys that tried to do that were wrong. Yeah. But that was normal. Yeah. Completely it's back also then. also New York, though, because if you grew up in a place where people aren't walking, yeah, like the idea of yeah. following a girl that's walking, you'd only see her in like your neighborhood or some shit. Yeah. You're going to like yeah. hound some chick in your neighborhood. Bro, I, it sounds, but in New York, it's totally different. It sounds crazy describing it. It's But I cannot tell you how many numbers, even if it was going well, she's still walking. So then you're just kind of walking together, and then you get your her number the next block. Mm. But that sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Like if a girl's moving in a direction and you're just going in that same direction, you're following a girl yeah. down the street. Yeah. But this was completely normal and would work. Isn't that nuts? Yep. I never did the train hit on. Did you? 
I never hit on a girl in an enclosed space because mm. they don't have, in my mind, I'm like, they, they should have the free will to just do whatever the fuck they want. Like I'd never hit on a girl in a gym. I never hit on a girl like at work. I never hit on a girl in a place where they can't just leave. Right. Because my feeling is like, if we're just outside, we're walking down the street or we're at like a bar, you just go to a different place, go to a different part Other of the Other people bar. around. Like, just, yeah, whatever. Uh, but like going up to a girl in the subway or going up to a girl in a gym, now it's uncomfortable for her the fucking whole time in the gym. Mm -hmm. No, it's uncomfortable for you when you get rejected in the subway and then you just have to stay in that that's, same fucking mm, That's why I didn't do it. Soak I just got to sit in the car and that get rejected. Worse. I don't get rejected, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just, yeah. I just continue yeah, doing some that. sort of like performance. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, I just sing mariachi music or something. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do breakdancing. You're like hanging on the pole. Yeah, motherfucker says, showtime! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen! <laughs> no, but you're 100% right. Getting rejected and having to sit there in front of everybody is wild, bro. Yeah. That's why I'll never do one of them fucking, uh, what is it called? Um, cruise ship comedy shows, bro. Oh, bro. I heard a joke. I don't know whose joke it was. Maybe it was Ray Romano or something. He was telling me about bombing on a cruise ship mm -hmm. that like the hallways are so skinny on a cruise ship that people can't pass each other like this. Mm -hmm. They have to pass each other sliding by oh, face my to face. God. So he would bomb, right? Mm -hmm. And then have to walk by oh the he would shimmy by the crowd nose to nose oh my god dude. and just hearing that story i'm like i'll never perform a comedy on a ship no, ever no, <laughs> it's not worth it bro you gotta you gotta take that ship down with you yeah. if i'm bombing we all sinking yo that's the crazy thing though about your guys generation growing up and hitting on girls without cell phones mm. like nowadays you like go up to a girl we had cell phones bro we're not that old bro. nah like an iphone what? No, iPhone. Oh, iPhone. No, but I'm saying like Blackberry. Like, a girl like like rejects you, you look at your phone, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm I'm getting a text. Like you have a diversion. But like if you got rejected, you just had to like stand there. You talking about like, oh, you didn't have anything to look at. Yeah. Like you just like, go. What would we look at afterwards? Yeah. We look at our friends laughing at us. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we had way thicker skin. Oh, okay. okay. Every time you got rejected, it was in front of your friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think I even hit on girls outside of my friends being there. Yeah. Like that'd be weird. Yeah. You're just gonna Hit on a girl alone? <laughs> nah. I thought it was alone the whole time. No. You just with your boys. Sometimes if the girl's bad, you would hit on her. Like it would be, bro, I don't so, know. I used to feel It was like, performance art. I used to get upset, like say if I'm with my friends and I missed the ass that walked by. Because you know we all turned to yeah, look at the yeah. ass. Like if I missed the chance to look at that ass, it's like I missed out on a day. See, Why I'd be all that? insecure that the other women that were walking the same direction down the street as the ass... <laughs> would see me turn around immediately. So what I would do is I'd walk like two steps after the ass and then I'd act like I miss my friend. <laughs> and I turn around and then I go like that. And then I turn back. Oh yeah, and I gotta go. Like I make up a whole fake story so the other women that I'd never see again in the real world wouldn't judge me for staring at the That's ass. Funny. The mosquito, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the That's fuck? Funny, that? yeah. Oh shit, hey, that was cool. Nah, but it was that important. You, you couldn't miss that. You couldn't miss that. It's a great moment when every guy in a circle just stops talking when a hot girl walks by. Oh yeah, it's the best, bro. That would unite cultures, bro. Like an yeah, ass walked yeah, by. Yeah. It'd be something like. Jamaican construction worker dude, some like Polish guy cleaning windows, and like me, and we'd all see the ass come. All of us would be like, yeah. "That's what we Just like." High fiving, <laughs> <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> God, man, it's good the culture changed. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Just telling these stories now is a little terrifying. Yeah. So it's good. Well, Doug never we told us his rejection. Say what? He never told us oh, his yeah, best what rejection. Was your rejection for real. That wasn't your rejection, dude. 
Yeah, that's just oh, Andrew being a the, horrible in the friend. club. Those moments where he didn't tell me he liked the girl. He had a girlfriend at the time, and he brought this he thing said he's around. Single. You know, nah, you know bro. Like this I'm gonna trust your memory. This is when I became single, sophomore year. I was emotional. I was. It was at the frat house. <laughs> hey, it was this. Bro. You came Yo, to the party. Knew. Hey, bro. He knew. Did he know? Was it his lowest hey, moment bro. too? Lowest. Just hey, bro. Stepped on it. I didn't step <laughs> on it, bro. Don't bring the sheep around the lions. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring the sheep around the lion. Okay, your boy was out there. Uh, she came through with it. Yeah, it's sipping on on my Jew frat uh, free alcohol. You're really upset got about that. Jewish fraternity. <laughs> really you did it in his own Jewish fraternity. Jewish fraternity. Oh, that's home. Zion, bro. At the I temple. At, hey, bro, I was there. <laughs> I was there. That's why. You go I to the party shit. and take their baddest joint. That's nice. She wasn't Jewish though. Uh, he did it for me back then. I did it to protect you. To protect. Yeah. Hundred percent. Fuck is this guy upset yeah, about? Yeah, girl was out there, not chosen. Ended up, bro. Uh -huh. She had the spoiler on and everything, dog. Mm -hmm. Shit was beautiful. Mm -hmm. You were trying to mess with a goy like that, bro? Yeah, dude. On, dude. He's bad like that. All right, what else we got? This guy said the n word because he was on diabetes. <laughs> he, was on diabetes. <laughs> he had some diabetes acting up, bro. Did you hear about this guy? This oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, that shit is legendary. Oh yeah. So the guys who were um. Doing the commentary on this like uh, high school girl, basketball girl girls? high school basketball game is yeah. girls right? Yeah, I think so. Like first of all, why is there even commentary on female basketball? You probably. High <laughs> but they they're they're doing this game and their mics were hot, which anybody listening right now means their mics were left on, and they are kneeling for the anthem, and he just drops the m bomb on them right there multiple yeah. times, mad racist, multiple times, super racist, yeah. and then he said it was my diabetes, my diabetes was acting up. Al, do you believe it? My sugar spiked. He said his sugar spiked. Come on, son. Hell no. Come on, son. Hell no. Fuck out <laughs> you never had that happen? You get hung you're hungry, you get angry? Yeah. Yes. All right. I don't get racist. That mm. we know. But imagine if you had to commentate women's high school basketball. You'd probably say some angry things. And your diabetes was acting up. And your diabetes was acting up, bro. I didn't say I didn't get sexist. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> why even pick that job? That's what I'm saying. Like bro. none of this makes sense, bro. Yeah. Like if you don't like black people, you're probably not gonna commentate on basketball. Maybe he feels like it's whiter because none of them can dunk. I guess. Oh. But guess. still, Throwback. isn't that weird? Yeah, I don't understand it at all. But going for the diabetes excuse might have been the most brilliant. Yeah, that's hilarious. Like to me, what that is is he's just going, "I'm racist, yo." <laughs> <laughs> like I am racist. If what you say diabetes, I ain't nothing I can do about it because I can't get rid of this diabetes. So <laughs> diabetes not going anywhere. So neither of these end bombs. Really just stay away from me. Make sure my you, you know, know sugar don't stop spike. saying the end bomb. Feed me some chocolate. Yeah, hey, you know who did stop saying the end word. Who? You heard about Papa John? I was just going to Oh, yo. Yeah. Hey, my man put in work, dog. He put in work. How many months to get out of the... Was it 20 months? It was 18 months. 18 months to get the N-word out of his vocabulary. Uh-huh. I mean, that guy put in work, Yo, bro. he put in effort, man. Can we give him back the pizza spot? Nah. Still? <laughs> nah. He bro, put in 18 on, months yo. to get rid of the N-word? Son, so that's 18 months of N-words that he was dropping. No, he was getting rid of it. Yeah, but if it took 18 months, that means he kept fucking up uh, during those 18 months. He was weaning himself off, Yeah, bro. It's like, a, uh, like a, one of those patches that I'm not going to You know say what might be racist? <laughs> what did Papa John's give you in addition to pizza? Breadsticks. Garlic butter. Garlic butter. Who struggles with hypertension, racially speaking, more than any other group Ooh, of people? Word. He's killing my people. Yo. Black people. That was a ploy. My man has oh, been trying to, he's been oh, trying to get rid of y'all on the low. Who has the least Papa's? 
Yeah. Yo. He says, oh, I'm going to be your papa, and then I'm going to kill you with garlic knots. Al, he love-bombed you. Yeah. And then he garlic butter bombed you. We're saying he's fucked up. We're on your side, Al. Oh, my God, yo. Fuck that guy, man. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because you need to step up your style a little bit, okay? And um, fellas especially, a watch is the really only acceptable form of jewelry. I mean, I have a necklace on right now that has a penguin on it, and even saying that, I feel uncomfortable. So a watch is the only acceptable form of male jewelry. I think universally accepted. Absolutely. It don't matter which community it is, every single male community will go, yeah, you could do a watch. A watch 100%. That's the flex. Grown-up flex. Grown up flex shows you got some shit going on. You're not using it to tell the time. You're using it to set a precedent. You're a grown ass man. And how you gonna do it? You're gonna do that with Vincero. Okay? Akash, tell them about Vincero. Vincero watches basically, simply, best watch for the money you can get. It's a quality watch mm-hmm. that's not too expensive. Go to vincerocollective.com slash flagrant. Okay, I'm gonna spell that because it's Italian-y. V-I-N-C-E-R-O, then collective, which is C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V-E dot com slash flagrant. You're going to use the promo code flagrant and you're going to get 15% off applied on the entire order. Okay. They cover all shipping costs as well when you're using that promo code flagrant. I'm telling you, you're going to go look at these watches. They've got a really cool thing on the website where you get to, they can suggest watches that suit uh, your actual style. Mm -hmm. So you can click on a picture that shows a type of style and you're like, oh, I kind of dress like that guy or I kind of dress like this guy. I'm a business suit dude. I'm more of like a hype beast casual. And then they'll suggest watches that they believe go with those styles. So it's really cool. Go there, check out the watches. I mean, check out the site, man. And and, uh, I think that you're really going to like it. Okay. Vincero, V-I-N-C-E-R collective.com slash flagrant get that discount get your life together now let's get back to the show anyway what else we got because we got to wrap this up oh netflix yo oh yeah netflix cracking down on the passwords yo i'm not having it no more yo i'm not with this yo but okay go because this is what bothers me the most is i know every other streaming platform is going to crack down too yeah now we all just got to pay for everything we're going to pay more than we ever paid for cable yeah, but here's the thing. They knew that this was going to happen because yeah. eventually you run out of people who have TVs. Yes. So how do you increase subscribership if there's no more fucking TVs on mm-hmm. the planet? Mm-hmm. Right? You either give TVs to poor people who can't afford Netflix anyway, or you cut down and share and shit. And they could literally double their subscriptions. I mean, think of how many yeah. people are using their friend's Netflix and they ain't going to give up Netflix. No. I guarantee you if they cut down that sharing shit, they double the number of people that are subscribed. I don't even That's know what my queue is. Like, my queue is, if so many people have my password, I'm just like, how the fuck did this get it? So many times I'll see a movie or do you want to keep watching? And I'm like, I don't, any number of people could be watching this shit. Mm. I got no clue. I gave it to everybody. No, no, you're bugging. You got to create the other profiles so they don't fuck up you. I already have four, dog. I'm maxed <laughs> out on profiles. <laughs> but they're great drug dealers. They gave the product out for they free. gave it out. Now you need it. And now pulling it away. 100%. And you're going to pay that $15? Yeah, they keep going up in price. I think they're up to like almost $17. Yeah, I was paying 18 or something. That's going up. But in our lifetime, that's going to be $50. Not even a lifetime. In the next 10 years, it will be $50. Yeah. And it sucks because I had just said, I'm like, yo, if they go above 20, I'm cutting it and I'm using somebody else's password. And now they just fucking... Son, don't you remember saying that about uh, movie tickets? 
I remember I was like, yo, once movie tickets, I might have said this. If movie tickets go over ten dollars, I'm not going no more. Maybe yeah. it was it was either ten. I think it was ten. Hmm. Movie tickets go over ten dollars, I'm not going anywhere. That shit is at what fifteen. This is how I know I'm old because I remember movie tickets being three twenty five and that bringing crazy? that shit up. We sound like and our that's, parents. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> that's what I'm already, I remember movie tickets being a quarter, and you'd be like, I got Hi, a you got Snickers old for a dime. Yeah, yeah. you know, that's, I'm doing that same shit now. I remember three twenty five movies. So yeah. I never had this because we're from New York, but like probably where you're from, little country bumpkin ass, that you could <laughs> you could go to a matinee. Oh yeah, like that's, that's yeah. I think we had that. Wait, you had matinees? Yeah. How'd you have matinees? What are you talking about? It's the first showing before noon or some shit like that. I think it's they cheaper. still have it. Yeah, have I think I think price. you're just so not New York that you don't know what's going on in your own city. <laughs> that was the most insulting thing you said wow. this whole podcast. Yeah, that was spiteful, yeah. bro. Yeah. Why don't you get a new shirt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming. But yeah, nah. But when tickets prices started going up, then I just started watching a second movie for free. That was my way of getting getting back at. So my mom taught me about that movie happen. Yeah. My mom taught me how to movie hop, and I was such a fucking square that I was like, Mom, I don't think we should do this. <laughs> this is like really wrong. Like, I had to tell her that we can't do it. She snuck us into a fucking movie, man. It was fire. She was like, take fire. your top hat off, you idiot. We're going to see Star Wars. Fire. Bro, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Ballsy ass. And the fucking hot dogs got like to $10. I just started bringing in my own meals and shit like that. I would come in with like whole ass Tupperware, Tupperware, Chinese food, <laughs> chopsticks, the whole nine. I, I love it. I went to a movie with Robbie and Casey, <laughs> and Casey dies. had every dog. She opened up her purse, just had full ass meals for everybody. Oh, you got it. Was love incredible. It. it was incredible. It was incredible. I can't eat a meal in the dark. What do you mean? I don't eat in the dark. That's the I feel gayest shit I've ever seen. The screen is bright in the dark. That you could see. Really? Yeah. yeah. I like the, the reason I like the popcorn, the reason I like the snacks and that kind of stuff is that you know, it's just, um, I don't know, this is going to sound absolutely retarded but uh i don't have to look at it i know what it tastes like i know if i'm eating a burger i know what it tastes like but i like to see what the bite is you know and if You're i'm a visual eater a little bit like if i'm eating like some uh chicken and broccoli like i put the fork and i don't know if i got chicken i don't know if i got broccoli i want to know what it is before it hits my fucking mouth hmm. with popcorn i know it's popcorn hits my mouth i do not like eating in the dark valid. what about a restaurant it. with low lighting i'm kind of like my pops my pops would make the whole restaurant turn the light up <laughs> Wait, what Swag. Yeah. Wait, what? When he got old, he'd be like, "Oh, it's so dark, and you can't see anything in here. Can you turn it on?" No, we got. I pick with the restaurant movie. But that theater. is a that is a Jew thing too. What? What do you mean? Just like making everybody else uncomfortable for your. No, no, but like Jew, that is a Jewish thing. It's a Jewish New York thing to like ask the restaurant to change certain things about the restaurant when you're in there. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, turn up the AC, turn down the AC, like turn up the lights. Turn My dad is 100. percent Wow. He grew up in Upper East Side of Manhattan. It's gonna, you know, rub off a little. <laughs> but he would ask, he, the, he would tell the restaurant to must be turn nice. up the lights. Say what? It must be nice. I've if y'all would tip never. a little bit, maybe you could do that kind of <laughs> thing. No, I overcompensate. I know, but your people. Well, that's why he's wearing this jacket, bro, so you can see his food when he goes in the dark <laughs> restaurant. Like finally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you you uh you would never ask them to do that. No, I've never asked for an adjustment. Yeah, I would never do that. That'd like, be if it's their establishment. I'm coming to your house, and I'm going to ask you to change some shit. Like, Let me turn the light on a little bit so we can see what's going on over here. Well, I mean, I've never been to a restaurant that was that low that it bothered me. Like the light was that low. Like remember we went to Poppy Steak? 
Yeah. My dad would, one, he'd be like, it's kind of loud. Like, <laughs> the guy from the fucking Gypsy Kings was singing. He'd be like, do we need to do like this? <laughs> no, no, I relate to that. No, no, I'm with that. 100% I'm with that. Yeah. That's where you I can't even hear myself think. I'd be saying shit like that all the time. <laughs> Does it have to be so loud? Son, my dad would say that line. I can't yeah, even hear I myself know, think. I know. That's Andrew and I sat next to two people yesterday t- that were chopping up with the bartender too from high. Boston, all too of this. Much. Too much. They too ended much. up walking out because the, they wouldn't uh, make adjustments on their like omelet oh yeah they wanted to make an adjustment on the omelet the restaurant wouldn't do it they left that's great wait after they got the omelet no before they ordered before they ordered they ordered cocktails we we sat at the bar like just like morning cocktails and they they walked out yeah it's great not lovely if i gotta be loud to talk to you and hear you i'm out i don't want it i want no parts of it now do other jewish people hear that and they understand oh dude dove spotted him out fucking truffled him out (laughs) oh and he was he was he was big, like very transparent about it. Like he starts a conversation and look within two minutes, he goes, what's your last name? <laughs> he goes, what's your last name? And he's like, Schwinkle or something like that, right? Schwinkle? <laughs> something like that. Schwinkle. Something like that. It was actually close. So it was something like Schwinkle. And uh, and then uh, he was like, ah, oh, yeah, Jews. Da, 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 da. And they did their little thing and he had his like Jewish necklace. And then uh, the wife goes, uh, yeah, I'm actually not Jewish, you know, so that, and then Dove could not have been less interested <laughs> in continuing that conversation. Didn't look at her. No, no, do you know what? I just kept looking at him. Yeah. By Why'd the way, we the went outside. Was Andrew was going back home. I had to go south to, to France. They drove me. Of course they drove me. Wait, what? I knew it. You, I knew you got it. Jewish I Uber, bro? You got, got Juber? You got Juber yeah. down got south? Because I wanted to get to know them better. See, like, where, like, they were just dropping these things. It was like, they're new to Miami. We wow. like a Fendi condo. And I was just like, I, I like making friends. Jews don't trust Uber. That's why I had to do it, bro. You think? Yeah, German word, dude. Son, yeah, come on. Yeah. Uber. I'm not trusting that. Last Ooh. time Germans had control of a destination, that shit did not work out. Yeah, for you. <laughs> Uber bad for you guys. <laughs> That was, that was Uber bad. bad. Joke. <laughs> fu- is this your final destination? <laughs> what? what did you say? <laughs> all right, guys. Um, listen, thank you all so much for listening to uh, Flagrant 2. Thank you so much for spreading the word. Thank you for telling your friends, telling your family, telling the world. Um, we have a Patreon, and it is the biggest comedy Patreon in the world. No big deal. But we want to be the biggest Patreon in the world. So we want the asshole army, you guys that haven't listened yet, to go subscribe. I'm telling you, there's nothing that has this much value on the planet. You get a new episode every single Friday. Patreon.com slash Flagrant 2. A brand new episode of the Flagrancy every single Friday. I mean, there are different tiers. Five bucks is probably what most of you guys are doing. We got the captains out there doing it big. We also mm-hmm. got the lieutenants, but just think about that. Four episodes a month. Five bucks, twenty-five and up. Spending more on coffee. Mm. Continue the flagrancy. Spread the word. Spread the love. Thank y'all so much. We're going for number one. We appreciate you. God bless.